Monty Show, the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find the Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty. Let's rock and roll on a Tuesday, one hour from right now. Mountain West Commissioner Gloria uh, Navarez will join the show. Navarez, I'm going to get her name wrong. I'm just telling you right now. I'm telling you right now, uh-huh. I, I, we should just get ready for that because that is going to happen. Uh, Gloria Navarez, the commissioner of the Mountain West, is going to join us. By the way, not bad timing for uh, the new commissioner of the Mountain West. San Diego State's in the Final Four. We'll talk about that in one hour with uh, Commissioner Navarez on the show. Um, the Monty Show, as always, is presented by the very best injury attorneys in the business, the Advocates. TheAdvocates.com. Look, man, you didn't deserve to get in an accident. You could be hurt. Your car could be totaled. You didn't deserve that. What you do deserve is somebody to fight for you. That's what the advocates do. And the best part is you never go in your pocket. You never pay up front. No, you can even chat with an attorney live online 24-7 at TheAdvocates.com. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Jake, uh, Commissioner... Uh, Navarez will be on the show. Yes, in an hour. What are you What are you looking forward to with that conversation? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that the Mountain West, like I've been saying, is uniquely positioned to to pick up assets out of a Pac-12 uh, conference that's a bit of a mess. And I think that you know the Mountain West is a is a conference that you know honestly can lose teams at any time, but also can gain teams in the right situation. And I think that, you know, we're seeing a lot of expansion, realignment, you know, noise happening right now. And and like I said, I think the Mountain West is uniquely positioned to to benefit from the Pac-12's demise if that does happen. And I think that there's a lot of factors in play with the with the Mountain West and obviously with the Pac-12. But I think, you know, overall, you know, the thing that I'm looking forward to having the commissioner on for is just to see what her thoughts are on that. Because I know, you know, in, in hearing her speak and in hearing her uh, comments over the last, you know, couple of availabilities that she's had, she's talked all about how, you know, that they, they're not really in a, in a place where they're using words like we're scared to lose someone. They're not scared to lose people. What they are is prepared. And I think... That's what's fascinating to me about the Mountain West. Whereas like in a P5 where you've got the Pac-12 or the Big 12, you're more focused on just adding people and adding people and money and expansion. It's like the Mountain West is in a a little bit different of a place, but I don't think that that has to be a negative situation for them. So I just think it will be interesting to see what her her insight and her perspective is on that. Yeah, and I I think the thing that really stands out to me, and I don't know – uh, where you guys come down on it. But I think the thing that really stands out to me anyway is is that uh, Commissioner Navarez is somebody that, you know, in my opinion anyways, she's somebody that's uniquely positioned to help college athletics. I think where the Mountain West is, it doesn't almost matter what happens in the Pac-12 or the Big 12. She's got a TV contract in place in the conference already. Um, she is a desirable location in that. The Mountain West is a desirable location in that. You have a grouping of schools that are very good fits and and the facilities that are being added, the infrastructure that's being added in the Mountain West makes it a very attractive conference to join. And I think when we talk about the business of college sports right now, every decision you make has, you know, the old saying, an equal equal and opposite reaction. It causes a domino effect. 
And I think when you look at what the Mountain West has done, even with their last TV deal going from a million to four million, there's clearly growth opportunities. There's clearly energy. San Diego State's in the Final Four. There is clearly energy in this conference, Jake, and I think that's one of the most exciting things um, you know, that, that you have when you look at this conference. There's energy and there's excitement. Now, as far as San Diego, San Diego State goes, I think one of the things that we have to talk about uh, for certain is what impact a does it have on the Mountain West um, for the commissioner and everybody else in that conference that they are in the Final Four. But B, is it inevitable that San Diego State is going to leave this conference? I think that is a huge talking point. And a question I have is, do you have a business plan in place that you know you what you will do, how you will handle? Um, somebody like a San Diego State leaving the conference, somebody like a Fresno State leaving the conference. Mm -hmm. Those, I, I think, those plans have to be in place. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think we've heard for for a while now. I mean, even you go back to last year, there were there's always been smoke or you know rumblings or rumors about San Diego State and and realignment. And I think that you know San Diego State is obviously a valuable commodity. I think before you know the USC UCLA departure, San Diego State was less valuable to the Pac-12, but now that those two teams are gone, obviously San Diego State moves up the roster, you know, and yeah. that's how life works. And I think, you know, and that's kind of my point as far as what I'm looking forward to in this interview. Like, I just think that it's a different way of doing business in the Mountain West because you're in a different position. I mean, it's not as simple as, oh, like, yeah, we have Stanford and we have the best educational institutions in the land, so we can give the bird to the Big 12 if we're, you know, Utah. And, and I'm George Klyavkov, the commissioner of this conference, and, you know, we're this strong academic conference and we can do this thing however we want to do it. Like, that's not how life works in, in a conference like the Mountain West. Like, in, in at the G5 level, you always have to be prepared for change, and I think that's what a lot of people don't think about. Like, like using San Diego State as, as an example, you know, when, if, whatever, they join the Pac-12, like that's a huge blow to the Mountain West. That said, like you were alluding to, I know that the commissioner has plans behind that. You cannot, you cannot be in her position and not have some sort of contingency plan or some sort of plan to backfill. And I think that's the name of the game in the Mountain West, backfilling. Be prepared for teams to graduate. You never want to hold them back. It's like it's like your old boss, right? Your old boss saying to you, hey, I'm never going to hold you back, but I'm definitely going to have someone that I can hire behind you. I mean, right. that's what it is. Well, and, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And again, we were told if you're just tuning in, um, we were told last night that San Diego State has informed the Big 12 that they will not be joining the Big 12. Uh, that their intention would be to join the Pac-12 and that, you know, it's a more natural fit for them. And I think it makes a lot of sense because I think San Diego State has to be very budget conscious. You have a lot of debt on their new stadium and facilities. I think you are becoming this larger athletic program. This run to the Final Four certainly means a financial influx for the conference. But I think if you're San Diego State, you believe you're capable of more but I think it is a very smart move by San Diego State. If you're going to bump up to a P5, I, I would tell you to stay in the Pac-12 if you have that, that opportunity. It's in your footprint. Obviously, travel costs, mental health, all of the wear and tear that we've talked about on athletes in these, these conference realignment scenarios. I think it makes far more sense for San Diego State to be in the Pac-12 than it does in the Big 12. And I think there's a whole heck of a lot of value in San Diego State from a geography standpoint, from an athletic stands, standpoint, 
from you know the their their academics. I think their education is very good. I think San Diego State with its new facilities, especially football, you know, with Snapdragon Stadium, I think there's a lot to be excited about. San Diego's a beautiful market. Facts. Of course, the Pac-12 would like to add that to its conference and to its footprint. It only makes sense. And I also think that San Diego State carries quite a bit of water in that town in that they're going to be able to get a better revenue share in the Pac-12 than they would in the Big 12. So financially, it's going to be a better deal based on whatever the Pac-12 TV deal winds up being. But you know, one of the other things that I, I think we have to talk to Commissioner Navarez about is what is her relationship with George Klyovkov? Because I've watched several interviews with her where she is absolutely given a glowing endorsement um, to Commissioner Klyovkov. And I think one of the biggest issues I have in that conference and in that situation and her roots in the, the WCC and then jumping up to the to Mountain West, I think at some point we have to start thinking about the longevity and the welfare of student athletes when we just are talking about, well, let's just go join this conference or that conference. I think you have to think about more than ad partners and revenue. You have to think about the impact it has on these kids, and it's something that we never do. Mm -hmm. And I think if you are the Mountain West, and I think if you're San Diego State, you're uniquely positioned to put the welfare of your student athlete first. And I think by by if San Diego State stays in the in the 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 Western United States in the Pac-12, I just think that makes a lot more sense for the student athlete. Yeah, and I think it costs them a lot less money, you know. And and I think certainly, that, you know, I think for San Diego State, like, yeah, I, I'm a big proponent of money is what drives basically all decisions, especially when it comes to college athletics. And and I don't disagree with you. Like the the health of the student athlete obviously has to be prioritized. But how do you how do you go about prioritizing it? Well, you create bigger budget, right? You you travel them yes. in more comfortable accommodations. You know, you 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 make decisions to join the pack instead of the big, so the flight's a little bit shorter. But if you can stack on an, a higher end meal, first class travel, let's say, or 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 you know, charter travel, let's say, or what whatever the case yeah. may be, right? You get what I'm saying. But but I think the point is is that is that these athletes you know, especially the ones that are going to go to the next level, A, I think a lot of them, um, especially in the revenue-generating sports, are not there, you know, in the same way that your student who's on scholarship and just grinding through the thing is. And so I think this this dynamic of, hey, D1, going to the league or going to the NFL guy is going to have a very different experience than the pay-my-way grind it out, you know, six man of the year guy, you know, like it's just two different worlds and experiences for these athletes, but yet they still find themselves on the same plane or the same bus or the right. same situation. So to me, I just, I look at, I look at the mountain West, I look at the pack and I say, okay, Hey, if San Diego state, you know, is going to join the pack 12. Yeah, sure. The travel is shorter, but, but what it really comes down to is, is, is San Diego state going to go from $4 million a year to $5 million a year or is San Diego state going to go from $4 million a year to $20 million a year? Well, like, what are we really talking that's about? That's a big deal. I, I don't think there's any way, shape or form that they pass $15 million a year. Yeah. I mean, and again, my biggest question with this stuff is, you know, like it, and before I guess we get into this money, let's give you the other story. Uh, we've been working, and that is that the Big 12 is aggressively pursuing other expansion targets. And we're told Creighton and, and UConn uh, basketball only are those two places that they're going um, or or have interest in. And I think those two fits are very, 
very good for the Big 12. And I think when you look at the Big 12 and you look at the situation the Big 12 finds itself in, you know, basketball is becoming more and more important. And being the preeminent basketball league in the country right now, adding Creighton and UConn to powerhouse basketball programs makes a heck of a lot of sense. And I think you add Gonzaga to that, as we've told you exclusively on this show, from what our sources are telling us, that is that Gonzaga has a verbal invite. Um, and the Big 12 has opened their door to start that process whenever Gonzaga decides they want to do that. I, I think this makes a lot of sense. It adds up very well. And it's just, again, another maneuver where I think Brett Yormark and the Big 12 presidents could quite literally be sitting on their their hands and you know, patting themselves on the back, but they're not. And I think they understand this is not the time to sit back and rest on your laurels or your success. That's that's not where the Big 12 is. And I, I think one of the things we've talked about a lot on this show is the vulnerability of the Big 12. Now, obviously, with the demise of the Pac-12 TV situation, the Big 12s become far less vulnerable. And I think when you look at the ACC or you look at the Big, Tw- the, the Big 10, excuse me, or the SEC, what you have in the, the Big 12 is less desirable to those conferences and vice versa. And I think when you look at what the Big 12 is bringing to the table now, the money's there, the marketing's there, the mindset's there, and the acumen to grow the conference is there. And for the first time in a long time in the Big 12, and for those of you that have been Big 12 supporters, you're going to know this, there has been significant dissent and friction in the Big 12 for multiple generations that does not currently exist. And a lot of that is that you don't have the hammer known as the Texas Longhorns anymore, and you don't have Oklahoma in the conference anymore. They're simply not part of the conversation, for for better and for worse. But what it did is it took a lot of the heat and the vitriol out of those meetings. It took a lot of the heat and the vitriol out of the phone calls and the conference calls and the the president's meetings, and took a lot of that out, and all of a sudden... Brett Yormark comes in and everything's just ducks in a row. The TV deal, I think it was so critically important for Brett Yormark to come in and right away taste success in the form of that TV deal because it allows you to do things like, hey, let's commit to Kansas City for the Big 12 tournament. Hey, let's go and get Rucker Park. Hey, let's look at you know X, Y, and Z for expansion. It allows him to operate because everybody believes in him. Mm-hmm. So they get behind his vision. They get behind his advice. Dilly, dilly. Dilly, dilly. And then you look at what's going on in the Pac-12, and it's just the opposite. I don't know that there really are a large swath of presidents in the, the Pac-10 of the 10 remaining who believe in George Klyovkov. I think there is a group of them that do. But he is, in my opinion, in make-or-break territory right now. If this TV deal comes in at 20 to $22 million, as we suspect, I think the, the conference is in real jeopardy of shrinking or not existing at all. Mm-hmm. And I could, I could be completely wrong about that. But again, you look at the Mountain West. It, let's, let's, let's the what-if game. If the Pac-12 absolutely disintegrates and goes away, tell me Oregon State and Washington State wouldn't be huge pickups for the Mountain West. Yep. Because they don't fit in the Big Ten, in my opinion. You don't fit in the Big 12, in my opinion. I think you fit really nicely, really, really nicely into the Mountain West. And I also think there is other contraction, and I also think there is other merging that's going to happen because you're not going to have the WCC, the Mountain West, the all these small conferences. Conference USA is an example. I don't believe in 10 years that those conferences exist. Yeah. 
I think it's only a matter of time before they go away. Yeah, and I think that's the natural progression of 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 college athletics. And I and I think that you know, as we've been, uh, you know, we've been on on you know the big picture, we've been on you know this whole realignment conversation for a long time now. And I think that that the inevitability is that we get to a two team or a two conference setup. You know, that's the that that to me is the is the future. But for now. The pack is trying to survive, you know, that's, that's where we're at. So, you know, I think that's, I think, like you said, it comes down to what you can get out of your TV deal. And again, I still maintain, and I hope you guys don't forget this. Like, it's not just how much you get for your TV deal, but where that's going to be distributed. Cause a lot of times in distribution deals, you can be getting paid, but if nobody watches and there's an early opt out clause, like what good is it? You know, like. That's those are the little details that I think really matter for the Pac-12. Yeah, and I, I think it, it'll be really interesting to see where UConn ends up because I think UConn, the Big East is also in this really interesting situation because I don't think that UConn, I don't think that UConn football is of value to every conference out there. I don't think that UConn football adds a lot of value to the Big 12. Other than to say it's a nice fit with West Virginia. But I think as a if you take UConn lock, stock, and barrel, you almost have to have a, a St. John's basketball. You almost, because I think you look at Gonzaga and you look at St. John's, that's a nice two pairing for non-football schools. Gonzaga. But you look at UConn. I don't know how you ever split that up, and yeah. I, don't, I don't think you would. Yeah. So I think the Big 12 is one of those conferences – I don't think the Big 12 wants a repeat of West Virginia because it's been explained to me multiple times that West Virginia, just based on geography, is a very tough fit in the Big 12 when it comes to travel and the logistics of academics. Mm-hmm. There is a lot. There are a lot of schools that are happy that there is a now a Florida footprint for the Big 12 with UCF because it's a very difficult trip to go out and back. Yeah. It is it is not easy. Wet Morgantown is not the easiest place in the world to to go to. I think if if you are especially if you're BYU going to West Virginia, BYU, you can make a basketball trip if you add a Yukon, you can do Yukon West Virginia. UCF maybe, or I mean, there's ways to, it opens to work it up that. options for you. It does. But I also think, again, this goes back to why would Brett Yormark do that? I think his first priority, and it's again, it's been explained to me a thousand times. His first priority is West, not East. But I also think he's starting to understand he's not the only one in the recruiting business right yeah. now. There is a lot of action around the ACC, and we're going to see yes, how yes, all yes. that plays. And ultimately what happens and who pulls the trigger on the buyout in the ACC, if anybody, I think it's going to be very interesting, again, in, in terms of how this will play out. This Pac-12 TV deal, if it's, again, 20 to $22 million, the Pac-12's got to find a home because it cannot you know, exist on its own at that financial level. Yeah. If it's $25, $26 million, okay, I think they're fine. But when you start looking at three, four, five million dollars, and you start to understand that the the Big Twelve is is pushing already fifty million dollars per school in their new deal. So if they get Gonzaga, they're almost assuredly at fifty million dollars per school. Gonzaga, I think without it they are, but almost guaranteed they're at fifty million dollars per school. Yes. If you're at thirty to thirty-five million dollars per school. 
that that's just not sustainable. <coughs> and so when we talk about, well, let's see if it's $31.7 million in TV money only for the big 12. Well, what's, why is that such a big deal? If you're at $25 million, let's be generous, right? The PAC 12 gets to $25 million because you need to understand it's not just $5 million we're talking about because if you're at $25 million, you're going to have a hard time expanding because who's going to take far, far less to bring in somebody else to give their money to? Yeah. Nobody's going to do that. And if you are the Pac-12, the biggest issue is the precedent now with this prorata that ESPN has, who's going to pay for Fresno State? If Fresno State were to leave the Mountain West or if San Diego State were to leave the Mountain West, mm -hmm. the question is what, what are you getting? And again, I think... As we reported almost exclusively, ESPN's into this for $90 million a year. That's it. So who's the streamer that's going to give you a minimum? And I mean a minimum. Yeah. At that point of $15.5 million. I don't see one. Yeah, I mean. I don't and, see and one. I think the, the other the thing with that sh the streaming portion is it's uh, it's kind of uncharted water, right? It is. It's, it's sort of like this thing where, you know, nobody, no streamer, whether that's Amazon or Apple TV or, hell, even YouTube TV, no streamer has ever ponied up this kind of money for this type of situation. It's always been the CBSs and ESPNs and Foxes and, like, the traditional people. So while at the same, like, like yes, no one's ever done it, that also, you know, doesn't mean that it can't be done. And that's why I think... Apple TV and Amazon is really interesting because we know that Amazon only wants one game a week. So when you start looking at Fresno State and San Diego State and realignment, who's going where, and how this would impact the Pac-12 TV deal, it does beg the question, what do we need to do? Because this is the question I'm asking if I'm Klyovkov. What do I need to do, Amazon, for you to ink you know, $20 million a year with us? But what is it? I mean, is it San Diego State and Fresno State? Is it is it different structure? Like, what do we need to do? And that's what I think has to be figured out. How can you get the streamers to come to the middle? Because Amazon doesn't need the Pac-12. That This has been the problem all along. Apple TV doesn't necessarily need the Pac-12. Would they love to have it? Yeah, of course. Would you love to have Oregon and Utah and Amazon Prime? Yeah, of course you would. Of course. But you don't need it to pay the bills. And that's what I think is so difficult for the Pac-12 right now is they're just not in demand in the same Completely way agree. that like the SEC or the Big Ten would be. Or like Bucked Up Energy's in demand, my friends. Let's go. Mango Tango in the hizzy. Let's go. The, Let's go. The, the absolute stud of Bucked Up Energy Mango Tango in the house today. I got to tell you guys, the reception that you've given Everybody who's ordered the free samples gen genuinely loves them. And I think everybody who orders the free samples, so you get three free samples, anything you want from Bucked Up. And you get the amazing shaker cup I always evangelize about from Bucked Up. In the description below, the link to get free samples. Everybody who's gotten their free samples raves about them. I would tell you, get the BCA sample, get the pre-workout sample, and then get some electrolytes, let's say. Yeah. Try it out. Test it for yourself. What you do is you click the free sample link in the description on the show below, and it takes you to the ordering site. You can pick your color combination, anyone you want for the shaker cup, and you also get to pick your, your free samples, 
I and they it. ship it right to your door for free. And they ship fast. Which they I do. Think is, is a, it's a very low-key flex by Bucked Up. It is. It doesn't take you a month to get your product, man. But again, this shaker cup, I can only tell you, mine's full of water today. They have this post in the middle of it. And the beautiful thing about the post is that the blender balls are connected to the post. Yeah. So that they, they don't go flying all over the dishwasher, down the garbage disposal. It's free. They're giving you a shaker cup free at Bucked Up, all you have to do is click the free sample link, go into any of their stores in Utah from, you know, Farmington Station. I'm a South Jordan Murray guy. The Orem store is awesome. All of my friends down in St. George, the Bucked Up store in St. George is awesome. Or get online and order for yourself. BuckedUp.com. Use the promo code Monty to get 20% off your purchase at checkout. BuckedUp.com. But again, don't take my word for it. Get their free samples. They're giving you three free samples and a free shaker cup of your choice in the description below. Let's get your comments in here. We appreciate you guys being here. It is great to see everybody. Um, we posted the show today early, very early today uh-huh. at noon. Tanner Plummer was in like three minutes later and said, good um, afternoon, boys. Lopes fan Gabe makes a great point. Please hit the like button. Really it. appreciate that. See Kaufman. What's up? C. Kaufman also says, why would the Big 12 stop crushing the Pac-12? They wouldn't. Excellent question. And I, I think it's not even who the Big 12 is going after. I think a heck of a lot of it is the this idea of we're just going to outmaneuver you business-wise. Yeah. We're going to become more attractive. We're going to get a haircut. We're going to pluck our eyebrows. You know, we're, we're going to do all of this. We're going to do the stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, we're going to come sir. out. We're going to look good, and everything's going to be kosher. Okay. Hey man, I'm just telling you, I love it. Yeah. I absolutely love it. What are you what are you freaking out about now? Yeah, that uh Lemon Harrington's coming on the show tomorrow. How about that? Four fifteen. Tridaytrading.com. Get the ten dollar membership. Alema Harrington is coming on you the show tomorrow. We'll also get some jazz takes out of Mr. Harrington tomorrow. Oh, I like it. Let's go. We'll talk jazz and tridaytrading.com with Alema Harrington tomorrow. At 4.15, that's awesome. Again, hey, phenomenal response on Triday Trading. So TridayTrading.com. All you have to do is go to the $10 membership in the dropdown. Please make sure you click the Monty Show. Hook it up, friends. I'm telling you, the guys at Triday Trading are legit. Mike Chase, uh, good afternoon to you. Let's have a fun day. Uh, have a great show, Monty. Yeah, yesterday was a little serious. <laughs> a little serious. A little serious. We may or may not. I can't confirm or deny that we may or may not have received some DMs about oh the my God. serious nature of yesterday's program. I bet you I got. <laughs> I bet you I got fifty or sixty DMs. Program. And I, uh, overwhelmingly, they were, hey, really appreciate you having that conversation. A little bit of a heavy show, Dad. A little bit of a heavy topic. Hey, guys, the guys, show. guys, 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 why so serious? <laughs> hey, guys. Right. Appreciate all the feedback. Uh, Jay Chapman says, update, Klyovkov last seen entering the offices of Nickelodeon. What, Comedy Central? <laughs> no Comedy Central. I love it. Uh, the Monty Ghost. I recently got a girlfriend, so Jake no longer needs to worry about me stealing his matches. Damn. Okay. That's good news. Yeah. Right? Uh, what's up, Patrick Bourne? Says, Klyavkov has blasted into the unknown. May need a voyager to find him. Yeah. My guy Bigfoot Duck says, San Diego State may want to go to the pack, but how can they go to the pack if there is no pack? Well, it's funny you bring that up because I think this is a big part of this conversation is, well, what happens if 
the Pac-12 contracts. Because I think it's a real possibility if, and again, our sources tell us it's $22 million a year. It is $9 million from ESPN per year per school, and it's $13 million from a streaming partner. No. That's what we were told two weeks ago now. Something like that, yeah. $9 million from ESPN, $13 million from a streamer. Yeah. You're going to lose schools. Yep. I think you're going to lose the Arizonas, and I think there's a real good chance Colorado wants to go with them. And I think if that happens, I, I think it's going to be very difficult to add because I think ESPN <coughs> has to sign off on that. You know, like I, I think it is, I think it's really interesting to see how that all plays out. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, and again, I know we we had a whole meltdown over Dion and Shador and which quarterbacks were better. Shador. Uh, but... I think this whole thing about, hey, well, if Colorado goes to the Big 12 with the Arizona schools, what does that do for Prime's opportunity in year one? And I think it's a it's a really interesting question. You know, I, 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 I'm imagining there's pros and cons to it, but I have to think that it ultimately is good. I think it probably makes life a little more difficult in year one, you know, but... I, I don't know, man. And I guess technically year one would still be spent in the pack and then year two would be in the Big 12. So I get it. But you understand what I'm saying. Like yes. switching conferences in the in, in your first couple of seasons presents challenges uh, on top of what already is challenging. I just don't think it's an option. That, And this is just my opinion. Um, I think that there's just... it. it I think you're asking... You're asking for trouble if you do a couple of things. If you change conferences in the middle of a TV deal, you, that's, I mean, you're cutting off your, your arm, right? Yeah. So a lot of this change is happening because the Big 12 starts a new deal and the Pac-12 is ending its old deal. And so it opens up the opportunity. The other thing you got to remember is the buyout in the, in the Mountain West is not huge. It's not huge. So, you know, I... I'm just telling you, the business end of this stuff is far more sophisticated than you give it credit for. That's right, T. And when we start talking about, you know, who's going where, and I think you have to slow down and ask yourself who's available and who's not available and what's it going to cost to make them available, right? Like it is, why do you think all the ACC teams are stuck in the ACC? Because it's just simply cost prohibitive. Yeah. There's no way out of that. I mean, the, the, the buyout in the ACC, I believe, is $500 million. Yeah, good luck. Who's paying that? So you're hoping that you can merge or you can do something. But again, if you're the ACC and you're watching Brett Yormark run circles around college athletics right now, what's your Rucker Park? What's your Kansas City? Because it's not good enough anymore to just have our, um, we're going to have our conference tournament in Vegas. Um, if you're a P5 conference, it's not good enough anymore to just have some games and then hope everybody goes to the, um, to the table. Um, it's not good enough anymore. You look at what the Big 12's doing with Kansas City, and I know everybody's going to say, well, you're a Big 12 homer. Well, tell know. me I'm wrong. What am I wrong about in that you look at, you look at what the Big 12's doing in Kansas City, it is the new model. Yeah. You are bringing in rappers, entertainers. You're bringing in culture, food, great basketball into Kansas City, Missouri. And it's a destination now. People are staying longer. They're spending more money. And they're having a good time. So guess what? They're going to come back. 
And the locals want to be part of that, so they're going to get involved too. Yeah. And so now when fans travel, they're like, oh, yeah, we got to go to the – let's get that calendar. Let's look for an Airbnb. Let's look for a hotel. Let's – let, Hey, let's set that trip up ahead of time because, man, you remember we saw Shaq perform as a DJ and we were dancing all night. And that's what it is. And, by the way, the basketball was great. Yeah. That's what the – the model is anymore. It's not good enough just to have basketball. It's not good enough just to have the college football playoff. You got to have it, an event. Yes. And I think that's uniquely, uniquely what Brett Yormark is, is into because mm-hmm. of his background. Tanner Plummer. I agree, Mop. Most of the time, we don't think about how conference realignment will affect a student athlete. That needs to change. And Again, Gloria Navarez, the uh, commissioner of the Mountain West, is going to join us here in 27 minutes. I'm, I, I'm going to ask her about that because I think it is hugely important that it's why West Virginia and Central Florida right now, you can't just leave them on your East Coast Island. Yeah. You can't do that because you have, like, BYU, you're fine. BYU, Cincinnati, you're fine. Houston, <laughs> Houston the Big 12 essentially owns the state of Texas. You're fine. Yeah. What do you say to Morgantown? What do you say to Orlando? That's a problem. It's a real problem. So you're going to have to figure something out, in my opinion. Chad Masters, where you been, dude? Good to see you, Chad. Uh, Yeah, it was fun when Fresno State had to go to La Tech and Texas schools in the old 16-team whack. I mean, it it just isn't. Is it feasible anymore? Is that realistic? I don't know if it's feasible or whatever i mean at some point you know these you know so for super conferences to happen right for these bigger 16 18 20 team conferences to be able to exist well what do you need you need more money you need tv partners to get together and say okay there's more than enough content to go around for all of us right like we don't need to compete anymore we can spread out our availability uh, over the course of an 18-team conference. We can do that. So how do we want to divvy that up? So once that takes place, and and based on what we've told you guys, it it somewhat is taking place, right? We know that ESPN and Fox aren't necessarily competing in the sense that they're trying to kill each other over the Big 12 or any of these conferences. Like, they both want specific things, and that happens to work out together. So when you start looking at travel and you start looking at 18-team, 20-team conferences – all it is is more money because once the school has money, it allows them. It essentially is that is that you know pass go card, if you will, right? Where you can pay money to take better care of your athletes, to create a a a smoother uh, schedule, travel schedule. Even though that travel schedule may cost more, you can absorb that cost now because you have the TV money because the TV partners decided to come together and realize, hey, we don't need to compete. We can spread this out. There's plenty of toast for all the butter, right? Like, there's plenty there's of... There's plenty of yeah, toast. Dude, you like that? You like there, that? Wait, I'm sorry, you dude. Like there's plenty of like toast that, for the Come butter. Come on, that was pretty good, dude. <laughs> Come on. Wow. That's some of my best material wow. right it, there, bro. Was that from the first date from your not girlfriend? Is yeah, that, that like, was some of my best material right there, bro. There's plenty what, of butter for the toast. Yeah. Come on, dude. My God. That what wow. That was incredible, wow. dude. You've never heard that one before. Wow. Bro. No, I'm I'm mind blown. Oh shit. I wish that was a never mind. Anyway, yeah, that's amazing. That is amazing. Uh Chris Wanser. Vegas is nice, but at some point overrated and 
Uh, too many teams using the place Kansas City has one conference that uses the Big 12. Uh, they will not leave that city. And, and Brett Yormark raves about it. Yeah. You know, Geoff says, I'm going to start using the butter line. I love it. Hey, yeah, man, there's plenty it, of butter like for that? the toast. You like that? There's plenty Come of butter on, for the toast. There's plenty, dude. Come on. You know on, what I'm saying? You know, are you going to, uh, maybe I should ask, uh, you know, Commissioner Navarez if that's a good line. Like, hey, hey, Commissioner Navarez in the Mountain West, is there enough butter for the toast? <laughs> <laughs> should I work that into the interview? No. no. Maybe I should. Dude. Don't do not dare me. I will not dare you. Maybe bro. I we, should. We need that interview to go good. Okay. Yeah, that's probably a good point. Butter. Come for the on, toast. dude. That's some of my best work right here. Come on, man. That's amazing. Uh, Christopher Shannon says BYU did it regularly to the pack two years ago. They beat my uh, soon Sooners in 2010. Oh, there's nothing that says. There's nothing that says BYU or. Any any smaller conference or indie team can't beat anybody. <laughs> BYU proved that exponentially, and I think one of the you know I think one of the more interesting conversations with Commissioner Navarez is what did BYU mean to the the WCC? Yeah. What was it like being in business with with BYU? Because I, I I think we've talked about it nauseam on the show at BYU. There's plenty of butter to go around on the bread, man. <coughs> First of all, yeah. if you're going to quote my line, you got to use the proper nomenclature. Nobody puts butter on non-toasted bread. Well, look, man, there's plenty of cream cheese to go around the bagels. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> hey, man, are you are you a everything bagel guy or are you more of a harvest cheddar, man? <laughs> Mr. Johnny says, I've been out of touch a few weeks with a newborn. Are you guys permanently afternoon now or is this a temporary thing? No, we are permanently afternoon. Absolutely, Mr. Johnny. Hope the child is well. Adams D says, uh, I would like, I would think, <laughs> what? I would think Cincinnati is the travel partner for West Virginia. I, you would think so. You'd absolutely think so. And again, that's why I think you can make these trips for people, again, like BYU. Yeah. Um, or if you add a, if you add a Gonzaga to the conference, you can make Gonzaga. a road trip to the, to the East Coast arm of the conference. Gonzaga. But you, you, I, with it just being, and it, okay, if we put Cincinnati and West Virginia on a trip, I think you have to go to UCF. Yeah, every other year at least, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you do. It's just it's a little awkward right now. It is a it is a little awkward. And Christopher, you're exactly right. West Virginia is a Big East school, hundred percent. But didn't did we learn our lesson from the Big East? Right, you can't ignore it. You can't see it and then know that it's it's there. And know that, yeah, know that there's a solution and not do anything about it. That'd be like not going to TridayTrading.com and getting the $10 membership. Like, you know it's a solution to deliver you the, the butter for the toast and stuff, but you, you don't do it, right? So you go to TridayTrading.com because they are the best educators in the stock market, best. period. Because TridayTrading.com is going to teach you how to be a prolific day trader and $10 is going to change your life. Call me crazy. And I know $10 buys you a lot of butter and bread. <laughs> okay? But trust me when I say you pay $10 for your trial membership at TridayTrading.com, you make thousands of dollars a day doing it full-time. There are day traders today who went through the TridayTrading.com program that are making $1,000 a day. Did you make $1,000 today? If you didn't, you should probably be calling the folks at Triday Trading by going to their website, which means 
get on the interwebs at tridaytrading.com. Right in the middle of the page, it says $10 membership. You click that. It's a 30-day membership. It's a, a charitable donation. They're going to take that $10, donate it to charity, tax write-off. Then you're, you're going to go through their program. That's education, tax write-off. Then you're going to work for yourself. So your internet, your computer, uh, your office space in your home, all tax write-offs, right? Any of the equipment, the supplies that you need, all tax write-offs because now you work for yourself. You're not working. You're not Dave in accounting anymore. You're Dave the day trader who's going on that Disney vacation, who's living in the house he's always dreamed of, who's driving the Rari or the Roddy because you work for yourself because you went to tridaytrading.com and got a $10 30-day membership. Yes. That, and All if, day. If I'm exaggerating, you come back and tell me so. But go and sign up. Make sure you tell me you heard about it on The Monty Show. You sign up. takes 20 seconds. There's a drop down that says, where'd you hear about us? The Monty Show. Simple. That simple. $10 to change your life at trydaytrading.com. Trydaytrading.com. Get the $10 membership. Make sure you tell me you heard about it on The Monty Show. All right. Commissioner Navarez from the Mountain West is coming up here in 20 minutes. Uh, truck stop Gumby says, I churn my own butter. Thanks very much. See, there you go. <laughs> Carl Dahlquist. <laughs> she looks like Mrs. Butterworth. She's the butter. Right. But butter, butterworth. Butter. Right. Right. See, butter. You know. What now? You know. Let me tell you what now. Uh, Bigfoot Duck says, my dad liked plain bread with butter folded up to eat with soup, ham and beans, even spaghetti. Okay. But that's different. See, I, what I note what I said. I said nobody puts butter on non-toasted bread yeah. just to eat the bread. Like, I get that. Hey, butter on bread, then you dip it. Okay, we're good. I got it. We're cool, right? But nobody does it without the, the last step. Carl Dahlquist says salted butter. Yeah. Um, JC says, sure, ask a woman if she has enough butter. Monty gets canceled. <laughs> oh, come on. Come on. Come on. G off. It says, my pickup line for my wife for sneaky times is, can I butter your biscuit? Works 60% of the time. Wow, that's uh, <laughs> a lot of forearm strengthening. Uh, Taco, wow. Taco in tech says, how much butter does GK have for Pac-12 toast? Apparently not a lot. Apparently not a lot. And yeah. from what I understand, no, I'm not. He's using tofu butter. Uh, uh, it is you what know, it is. I could be wrong. Uh, and donuts. Big Big Ten butters both sides of the toast. <laughs> Jackass. Arlington Bears. Pack 12 equals I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> See? <laughs> <laughs> now Car the Carnator oh, has raised the level. Oh, man. He's, Chris Carn has raised the level. Yeah. I can't believe it's not butter. Yeah, dude. Do you see what we're working here? You know. Well done. You know, uh, salty drunk. Will you guys be doing NBA later on? Yes, because the sex machine Devin Booker put on a show last yeah, night. Yeah, have a night, dude. And by the way, salty uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander out again. Um, dude. Um, Let's see, uh, truck stop Gumby Aunt Jemima better than Mrs. Butterworth. Just saying. Uh, I don't know. That's close. I'm not a. I, I am not the butter full of corn syrup or the syrup full of corn syrup. Butter and corn syrup. I don't like my syrup to be made with corn syrup. If you guys ever want to kick it, we'll flow. So I'm the idiot who pays $19 for a jar of pure maple. That's some 1% or tendencies, bro. And then Mrs. Monty's like, honey. Honey. 
Honey, can you just use one drop of the maple? You don't need a whole jar, fat ass. See? <laughs> Lopes fan Gabe, Pac-12 equals duck butter. See, because of Oregon yeah. ducks. Right, duck butter, right. You ruin this show that every day. That was one of my best lines ever, okay? <laughs> it is. Uh, Renee Roca. Yes, uh, I've been not sure to the point of laughing out loud. Kansas City has played out. Move the tournament around. DFW and Houston would be better. Well, you know. It's your opinion. That's cool. I think Brett Yormark is doing the exact right thing. Yeah. Because it allows him to have a, it allows him to have a rock. It allows him to have a rock. Uh, truck stop says, uh, truck stop Gumby says per, pure maple. Interesting. It's good. And I'll tell you, agave syrup, I'm telling you, underrated, <laughs> underrated, <laughs> underrated. See Kaufman, big 12 tried DFW a couple of times. Didn't go very good. I, but you, you want it to be a destination and everybody plans for it. And if you're constantly, I think played out is Las Vegas. I think yeah. too many conferences have their tournament in yes. Las Vegas. Yes. And I think the hard part is, is Vegas is great. I love Las Vegas. But I think anymore, Vegas is so expensive for your constituents, for your families, for your, you know, every, for your staff. Like, it's really expensive. Yeah. So I think you are, and everybody flies to Kansas City. The routes are cheap. Like, I, you have to think about the business end of, of Kansas City versus Las Vegas versus anywhere else you want to point to. Like, I, I, I think yeah. it is a... Again, New York. Yeah. Having the final four at Madison Square Garden is amazing. But, dude, you can only do that once every couple of years because it is super expensive. Yes. JC, butter, grated cheese, and hot sauce. Man, is that like a... Oh, what are you talking about, man? Combination on anything? Uh, David Sebesta in the Luxor was a crap hole. Ask UConn. Yeah, did you guys hear that story? <laughs> UConn had to move. Because there was bodily bodily fluids in their rooms, like it was it was absolutely destroyed. Yeah, I I I used to be a Vegas guy. I can't I'm do not, it. Dude. I, I'm I, not. It's just not. Yeah, I I am not now, I, and I haven't been for a while. I think me throwing up all over the bathroom rotunda um, really kind of tells you all you need to know about this sanitation. How about that? In Las Vegas, yeah. right? Like. It's kind of gnarly. I'm not going to tell the story, but I've had a moment where I threw up all over a bathroom wall at an gnar. entryway at the Palms Hotel. Gnar. Christopher Shannon says overrated. Exactly right. Exactly right. I just think it's... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gary says garlic butter is goaded. Oh, it, it is. is. Yeah. Garlic, garlic butter is dude. Garlic butter's the, the knees, dude. Yeah, dude. It's absolutely it's the, the knees. It's the knees. You know, I'm just saying. Uh, Tanner says the neighborhood in Vegas are really nice, though. With that said, I probably wouldn't live there. I would not live in Vegas. Delaric, Kansas City is more of a truck stop city than Las Vegas. It's a truck stop conference. <laughs> Are those trucks carrying butter as well? The freeways and the and stuff. Grease your hips to get through the door. Like it's just you know the interstate and the the freeway. Are we really doing that? That somebody took the time to come up with truck stop conference. <laughs> How is that even an insult? I don't know, but it sounds like one and it's funny. Hey, Gonzaga McCluskey hey. says hello there. What's up, my guy? Gonzaga. Good to see you, Bolton. 
Uh, don't forget, we're just 12 minutes away from uh, Mountain West Commissioner Gloria Navarez. She will join us. Yeah. Uh, to talk about the business. The business. Of college athletics, which I'm excited about. Uh, Jeremy Severe says Asado butter, would it work? Yes. Oh, yeah, it dude. would work, dude. Are Asado. I'm having, I'm on a, a run of egg whites right now. Mm-hmm. So for lunch, I'm having like rotisserie chicken from Costco, the one that's already pulled apart in the, in the Arabic, <laughs> Arabic, whatever it's called. You put a little asado in the egg whites with the chicken in the bowl. <laughs> Creme della, baby. So good. Mark Hales says the gas pumping you should want to support a truck stop <laughs> conference. Wow. <laughs> Bro, we talking about 87 or 91. What's the deal? 87? Fine, you fans can't afford 87. Poverty well, conference, They're right? like, uh, they're, listen, those Saturn station wagons, those are 85 all day. Yeah. And they're not going to Maverick. They're going to Holiday. Pretty simple. Because it's garbage. You guys are cold-blooded. You are cold-blooded. Jaron Eccles. I wonder if Gloria... No. No, you don't wonder. No, Jaron? Jaron, there are limits, bro. There are quite... No. <laughs> so, Gloria, in the Mountain West, is there enough butter for the toast? No, no, no. Okay, I can ask that question. Hey, Gloria, are you team lean or squat? <laughs> <laughs> that's not that's i'm not, not asking making the cut i'm just I'm not asking not. gary not says 91 octane one of the nicest things about the jeep the v8 hemi in the jeep yeah big day for hank today huh yeah finally getting my brakes fixed so i don't die <laughs> like I, I am i am anyway it, please you guys like just play the football 50 music yeah dude the brakes dude i hate squeaking brakes I hate squeaking brakes. They're not fun. Football 50, 10 of the hour, every hour. On the Monty Show is presented by our good friends at... Where is it? I can't find it. There it is. Papa Murphy's. I couldn't find the graphics. There's so many in there. There is so many in there. Papa Murphy's Pizza. Use the promo code Monty to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Again, Gloria Navarez, the uh, commissioner of the the, uh, Mountain West, comes up here in about 10 minutes to talk to National Football League while we wait. Um, What do you guys make of this situation with the quarterbacks? Because... This stuff with Lamar Jackson, did you guys hear this? That Lamar Jackson, <clears throat> Lamar Jackson had Meek Mill reach out to Robert Kraft, the rapper Meek Mill, reach out to Robert Kraft and say, hey, Lamar says he wants to play for you guys. Because you know, Lamar still doesn't have an agent. So he's using Meek Mill to communicate to which Bob Kraft, the owner of the Patriots said, yeah, that's Bill Belichick's decision. Hey, hope you're good. All right, take care. This is embarrassing, though. Yeah. That you're using Meek Mill and you're getting shut down when Meek Mill is your connect. Dude, what is he doing? Yeah, I mean, nothing good. I think that, you know, Lamar, Lamar just every, this is turning into one of those things where every time he does something, it's a bad decision. And, And I don't know how you fix this you know how do you make him understand he needs an agent how do you make him understand I don't know. that you can't just go about this any way you want like it's just difficult man I, I i literally don't know what else you do drew money says uh baltimore ain't offering enough bread for lamar's toast well see what you did do you see the do you see what you do to this show yeah dude isn't it great you know uh and donut says what the hell is a meek mill 
He is a used to be jailed wrongly rapper who yeah. is very close Philly friends guy. with Robert Kraft. Yep. Uh, Travis Hinton says he's becoming a joke. Yeah. Jared Eccles, why is it so hard for a former MVP to find a new team? Because the MVP is not Super Bowl, and he wants he wants goat money, and he's not a goat. I'm, ju- I'm just telling you now. I'm just yes, I agree, Gary. Baltimore ain't got that butter. Nah, that they butter. Didn't. It's butter, not butter. I think Lamar Jackson is humiliating himself. Yeah. That's what I. That's Agreed. what I think he's doing, and I think it's it's becoming a huge problem. And I, and frankly, I don't see I don't see any way around this for Lamar other than sign the tag and go play for the Ravens because you're out of options now. You waited so long to do your demanded a trade thing. Like, where are you gonna go? Yeah. I, the Colts would have if they were going to, but why would they? They don't need another injured superstar quarterback. And again, I'm not trying to slander Lamar. He's got plenty of butter for the NFL bagel. I'm just saying, the, the holla bread. I'm just saying, holla. he's never healthy. And when he is, he doesn't want to throw the football. He wants to run, and that's not going to work. Now, on the other hand, Aaron Rodgers has completely ghosted the Green Bay Packers. Who's surprised by this story? Aaron Rodgers did his exit interview in Green Bay. Did the, the Pat dark. did Pat McAfee like 20 times, crawled in a hole for four days, and has never spoken to the Packers since the exit interview part. And Brian Gunst, the general manager of the Packers, said, yeah, I tried to call him, and I haven't been able to reach him. So I reached out to his people, and they told me he wanted to play for the Jets. Mm. Aaron Rodgers walked out of Lambeau and never looked back. And what's the difference between Aaron Rodgers and Lamar? Well, MVP awards Thank in you. mass. Thank a you. A Super Bowl ring. Thank you. Like, there's a big, there's a big difference. Yes. There is a so big, Aaron big difference. Aaron Rodgers can do what he wants. That's right. I, I just, you that know. simple. Travis that simple. Hinton wants to know, I wonder if that girl has butter for Jake's toast. We'll find out because coming up in about 90 minutes, Jake's going to record a video and send it to her live on the show. So we'll find out how you butter that toast. I'm not sure he was talking about that girl, but okay. What girl? Okay. Uh, do you still uh, have the raccoon video? <laughs> Did you delete the raccoon video? No, I, keep, no, I didn't. I did not delete the raccoon video. Yeah, we video. don't have the Jake deleted. Oh, come the, on. Jake deleted Aaron God, coming out. Dude. How did you do that? You know, I'm just saying that I look at I look at Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson very differently. Lamar was hurt last year, missed essentially half the season, refused to come back and play hurt. Aaron Rodgers plays hurt all the time. For everything that I don't like about Aaron Rodgers, the guy's a baller. Yeah. He's an absolute baller. He works hard. He plays through injuries. I'm not paying him $59 million because, frankly, he doesn't win me Super Bowls. But if you're the Jets, how do you not make this deal? By the way, did you hear what the compensation is on this deal for a Edge? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Green Bay Packers look like they're getting two seconds and a third. Um, no first-round picks for Aaron Rodgers. No first-round picks. Is That's shocking that's incredible. to me. I don't know how you do the deal without first-round picks. Shocking to me. Shocking. Jordan Love better live up to it. He better. That's, I mean, that's what I'm talking about. Salty Drunk says, you guys are obsessed with athletes getting injured. If you're in professional, high-impact, high-speed sports, 
Injuries can't be avoided occasionally, but guys like Lamar Jackson are always yeah, injured. It's not occasionally. It's him. not occasionally. There are, and you're right. I mean, football, dude. You have you have huge men running very fast. You're gonna get hurt. But there are some guys who just can't stay. Like Tua Tungabailoa can't stay healthy. Yes, yeah, you know, look, is always scrumbling, dude. Look at look at guys that Yao Ming in the NBA is probably the best example. But there are just some guys who should have been but never were because they were always hurt. It's just, it's the magic of Jordan and LeBron and Kobe. They're always healthy. And when they were hurt, they tried to play through it. Yeah. That's it. Lamar sitting out last year, I think is a huge problem. Bad luck, dude. Bad huge problem. Luck. Huge problem. All right. Um, don't forget, coming up uh, uh, later in the show, Monty's Big Bets makes its debut. Yes. We're going to make you money. Right, yeah. We money. Like we're gonna give but, you the but, line but of the don't, night. We don't. We don't gamble in this state. We no, have it's positions. strictly. It's strictly rec recreational. Yeah, we have positions. Yeah. We. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. You know. But make money and uh, make sure you go hook it up with the double bacon cheddar at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Fresh out of Papa Murphy's kitchen, the limited time double bacon cheddar pizza. Uh, actually. It's fresh out of my oven. Dad, it's just an expression. <sighs> Mozzarella, crispy bacon, and Canadian bacon with nacho cheddar cheese sauce. Now that is an expression. At Papa Murphy's, we make great pizza, so you can make the pizza great. In my oven. Order now at papamurphys.com. Papa Murphy's Pizza, make sure you use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Love those guys. Absolutely love those guys. Bomb, dude. Um, get the marinara meatball. Get the take and bake chocolate chip cookie. And I'm, I have really been on this run of green onion and mushroom. Mm. The tang of the herb mix, the green onions, the <laughs> mushroom with the barbecue sauce on the traditional crust. Bomb. My God. Forget it, dude. It is, it's ridiculous. And you're getting it at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your purchase at $25 or more. The Monty Show, as always, is presented by our good friends at The Advocates, theadvocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the business. Yes, again, I, I think sometimes you guys think I'm BSing. The Advocates handle workman's comp. I've been asked so much if The Advocates handle workman's comp. They absolutely do, theadvocates.com. You've been in a car wreck. Hey, if you got hurt at work, if you slipped and fell, you didn't deserve to get injured. Make sure that you check them out online, theadvocates.com. And by the way, you can chat with an attorney free online 24-7 because you never, ever pay the advocates until they win your case. So go chat with an attorney online uh, at theadvocates.com. Without further ado, uh, let's welcome the commissioner of the Mountain West, Gloria. Uh, okay, see, I knew I was going to do it. Navarez, Navarez, give us the proper pronunciation. You got it the first time, Navarez. Navarez, I like it. Okay, so are you a, are you a uh, Miss Commissioner? Are you a parent? I am not. You are not. Well, this is my son, and today he decided, <laughs> of all days, with the Commissioner of the Mountain West coming on, to drop a little bit of greatness on the show, which is there is is there enough butter in the Mountain West for all of the toast. <laughs> <laughs> that is fantastic. This is this is what I, I deal do my with. best work. Okay, I you don't know, know what to tell you guys. All I'm right? just saying, <laughs> Commissioner. Good to meet you. How are you? Know, like, congratulations on on your appointment. Like, 
I imagine with what's going on with San Diego State and the way that, you know, the, the conference, I, I just feel like you guys are in such a great spot. What has the last week been? What was, what's the NCAA tournament been like for you? Well, to your point, everything that's happening right now is really, really great. I think um, having our league advance through San Diego State to the Final Four and getting that national platform is certainly something we have been hoping and dreaming for. And hopefully that monkey off our back around the first round is gone. (laughs) (laughs) But But it's so, isn't it funny how those things get perpetuated? Because... Everybody, everybody thinks it's easy, Final Fours, and everybody thinks like it just happens. It doesn't. It takes, there's so much that goes into that, but what is the meaning on the business side of it? What is the meaning of that for the Mountain West to have San Diego State in the Final Four? What is the business side of that? So, as you know, every team that gets into the tournament, each league receives a unit, and units being awarded right now are about $2 million each paid out over a six-year period. The max number of units you can get well i'm sorry the the mountain west has earned seven units this year so that's four Mm. in the first round san diego state advancing you don't get an additional unit for any wins past getting into the final four sure so it's it's been it's been profitable and i think that's that's one of the most important things here because one of the other things that we've talked so much about is your background and Coming from the WCC and, you know, obviously doing business with a school like Gonzaga and hearing Brett Yormark, the commissioner of the Big 12, talk about monetizing college basketball and it feels like making it its own business model. For you as a commissioner of the Mountain West, how important is basketball to you, to your, your bottom line and your business model? Well, certainly to me, I think basketball is very, very important to us, both platform Um, what it means to the national stage. This is real money we're earning this year. It will net most of it after we pay a few bonuses for performance in the tournament and cover some expenses of the teams going. It will net out to each school. The rest gets distributed straight to our schools to about $212,000 per year per school. So certainly that is um, impactful to our institutions that are receiving that. And I think, you know, when, when I hear you talk about that, and, and we're, I feel like we, we talk about this money like it's Monopoly money, right? But I think certainly when you are not a P5 league, I think every one of those dollars matters. So when you look around and you see the Big Ten and you see the Big 12 and what the Pac-12 is going through, certainly, how secure do you feel the Mountain West is as a business proposition financially? How secure is your conference? Well, certainly basketball does not uh, equal what we get from CFP distributions or our media rights anchored by football, but it certainly is, to your point, real dollars. I think from our perspective, the Mountain West, we are very, very well situated. There are 10 FBS leagues and in the new expanded playoff, there are six AQs and we are well positioned to compete for one of those every year. And, you know, the, the money we get from the CFP is certainly uh, one of our bedrocks, but the additional funding from basketball over these next year, six years is going to be really instrumental. So I feel really optimistic about the positioning of our league as well as, you know, what San Diego State has done in this tournament. I hope it gives them a, a greater platform. While I definitely do not want to lose them, they've been a valued member of the Mountain West. I'm, I'm of the philosophy that, hey, you know, schools have to do what's best for them. Look what we were to Utah. Look what we were to TCU. And yet, as long as we maintain our place in this ecosystem, I feel really optimistic about our future. Do you anticipate losing San Diego State? 
you know, when I took the job, that was something that I had to digest as a reality that would happen when I took the job. So I've been operating as if and to be ready in case that we lose them. I, I don't want to get wrapped up in the rumors. And, sure. you know, there's a lot of uh, positioning going on by leagues and schools. But, you know, we as a league are ready. We have a small membership subcommittee, three presidents, three ADs that have been scrubbing all the rumors and potential candidates and playing out all the different scenarios. So we, we feel really good about our position and uh, ready to handle whatever's coming our way. What is the what is the value proposition of a, you know, Fresno State, a San Diego State? For I just think it's so different for what San Diego State, what those four letters SDSU mean to the Mountain West versus the Pac-12, let's say. Like, what is the value proposition of San Diego State? What do, what do they do for you? Well, I think just like any member institution, you have to look at what each brings to make the greater stronger and better. And certainly when teams are performing better, that is a, a great asset. You also look at brand value and media market and um, just, you know, size and strength of an institution's fan base. So all those things contribute and there are different levers that are activated during different times of the season based on how well you're performing and, and, and how you relate, you know, to maybe rivalries in your league. So all those things combine, right? There isn't one thing I think that articulates value for a school to a league. Mountain West Commissioner Gloria Navarez is our guest on the Monty Show as we talk about the business of college athletics. And I think, you know, it's really interesting that you also dealt with BYU and the WCC. And I'm curious, I'm curious what your, when you look at BYU and you look at what their brand is about, obviously here in Utah, we hear a lot about what they meant to the Big 12 or what they didn't mean to, to the Pac-12. What did BYU mean to the WCC? You know, I really got to know BYU uh, through my time at the WCC. And even though they were a very large um, FBS level institution, I felt they really fit with the WCC in the mission and values. They certainly could have been the 800 pound gorilla in the room, you know, pounding their table on issues. And they just weren't. They were collaborative. They worked well with us, and I feel they made us better. And I hope that we provided an amazing platform in the WCC to them for the 10 years that they, they were with us and enabled them to be positioned to join the Big 12. What was Tom Homo like to work with? Because I, I'm of the, the belief he is, A, I think he is a well-kept secret. Um, he's not somebody that, you know, that does interviews very often. Uh, he's not somebody that you see all over the place. So my belief is that he certainly what he did as an independent in football and his ability to place himself and BYU in the, the, the middle of a, a great WCC conference. But what was he like to deal with for you? So I've known Tom um, since he was a football coach at Cal, UC Berkeley. And I was one of my very first jobs as a compliance administrator. And he was one of the best coaches I ever had a chance to work with as an administrator. He certainly has become a very strong friend mentor, ally. He's a, a sane, wonderful human being. Check out his Halloween antics. They're amazing. But what he did, you referenced it, the way he scheduled during COVID as an independent and keeping that thing rolling in such a competitive man manner was short of miraculous. It was amazing. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. What do you think Gonzaga means to that league? Gonzaga definitely, I think, fits. One of the things I've always said 
is especially after the new revenue distribution tournament format league scheduling, Gonzaga can vie for a national title from the WCC. When they play in league, they don't take a step backwards. They don't drop their number one rank. They don't drop in net. So the WCC, on the one hand, has really come up to help be competitive, but also I think the things that were done from a league perspective to really not keep the top down were really beneficial. So let's talk about, let's talk about your position currently with all this realignment. When you look at all of this realignment, and whether it's rumors, facts, whatever, you know, that obviously what's going on in the Big 12, Oklahoma, Texas leaving, is, is college athletics, in your opinion, is college athletics healthy? I think we're definitely going through a change. I think we've definitely taken our hits in the Supreme Court and public opinion. I have a lot of optimism about new president, Charlie Baker. I think I've seen him around the horn. I saw him doing an interview at the early rounds of the women's tournament. He's already reached out to us to, to talk to our membership and presidents. And I actually read his book, which I think really tells a lot about someone who will strip down a problem to the very bottom layer, collect the data, and then build it back up based on data and putting the right people on it. You know, and I and I ask you about that because I think one of the uh, the other things that's so now prevalent with all this realignment is something we probably don't talk about enough is student athlete welfare. And when we look at NIL and we look at the portal and we look at realignment, are we losing focus on how important it is to make sure that our young people are mentally well and physically well? And I think that focus is not just specific to student athletes, but higher education, that whole environment, as well as our society as a whole, there is a national shortage of qualified um, clinicians and doctors and people in that field to, to treat us all. But certainly I think you'll see or in the transformation committee recommendations and the work coming out of the NCAA based on those recommendations, a higher emphasis on providing those service and providing them specific to student athletes, because well, I personally was a student athlete and, you know, we all had our tough times. It certainly is a formative time in your environment. And especially for those student athletes during COVID, when you lose your identity of being a student athlete and you're not playing anymore and your season was canceled, th those things are really tough to deal with. And we need to provide those services to, to our stakeholders. Mountain West Commissioner Gloria Navarro's is our guest on the Monty Show. And one of the things that I think is so fascinating is I saw an interview with you and I believe it was, was on one of the mountain channels talking about your relationship and what you know of George Klyovkov. So I ask you again, what do you know of and what is your relationship with George Klyovkov? So I knew George when he was at MGM and I was working at the Pac-12 uh, as the main tournament administrator, partnering with MGM and T-Mobile and um, the MGM properties. And so he's a fantastic human being. I think his resume is outstanding and I think he's got all the right skill sets to, to navigate the league. He certainly has taken his fair share of hits on for no fault to his own on different issues and things that have just been coming up. Um, but I really think that he is well-equipped and will steer the league out of the, the funk they're currently in. No matter what happens, good, bad, or indifferent, do you believe the next step for the Pac-12 will impact the Mountain West? I, you know what? I don't know. My opinion on that changes daily. <laughs> um, <laughs> and as you said, a lot of rumors and hearsay out there, but I do believe because, you know, the Western region, we, we all kind of rely on each other a little bit. And so I think the very first thing that will have an impact on us is 
is they're um, negotiating and finalizing their television deal, both in whether it causes them to expand their membership, but also in how they monetize streaming content. I don't think there's a league out there that's really done that to a very, very high degree, and they may tip the market. We, Our media rights are going to be up in 2026. We'll start negotiating those in 25, and certainly the Pac-12 deal will be um, a wayfinder for us in that. Do you, do you believe that for the Mountain West, do you believe that you guys need streaming? Do you believe that it is inevitable? Like where, where are you at on streaming for the conference? Well, I believe it is the future. Um, it definitely is taking over that next generation. I don't know that live sports at the college level has yet embraced it as far as monetizing it in a very, you know, kind of robust right. way that really tips the scales for us. We have a very robust Mountain West network, free to the public. All of our content that's not on linear TV is available there. I think we have extremely high production quality on all of our campuses. So we're ready. Um, we've embraced it. We're there in that space. We create content. We create shoulder programming. Um, so I'm really proud of what was built here at the Mountain West, and I'm anxious to see what the next horizon is for it. How often do you talk to your TV partners? Because, I mean, it, it's not like – I mean, you're with big networks. I mean, you have – I think, I think for who you guys are and the brands that you have, you have tremendous reach. How often do you talk to them? How often are you in touch with your partners? Yeah, so our partners are CBS and Fox, and, and you're cor correct. We have a very strong linear presence, great deal, great exposure. We talk you know, during the seasons weekly, you know, every other week with the primary administrators behind the scenes at different capacities, but also we're talking with our talent. We want to make sure that we are all singing from the same hymnal and they know at any given week what's going on in the league. Now, they do a great job of prepping. They go to practices. They talk to our teams. But I think it's really important from our perspective to talk about the league as a whole and to make sure that they are prepared when they go on air um, to represent us. Have you thought about going back to market earlier? Have you thought about trying to – I mean, because you, I, don't, I don't know – my personal opinion is I think the Pac-12 deal impacts you massively. I think if they, it, whether they, they stay as they currently are constructed, they add, they lose, it's going to impact you, especially with San Diego State and Fresno State. So are you prepared to remake that deal or try to remake that deal? Like, are, do you feel like that that's something that you need to be preparing for? Absolutely, because, and this is the same at any league, and this is the same at the uh, WCC when we lost BYU, any change in membership triggers renegotiation clauses in our contracts. So we are prepared and ready to have those discussions as well. Well, really good to see you. Really good to meet you. I appreciate that you, you've come on, and I feel like you've, you've been very forthright. Are you enjoying being the commissioner of the Mountain? I mean, this is, this is a refreshing, I got to be honest with you, this is a refreshing conversation. I feel like I feel like you, you are one of the few commissioners I've spoken to. You feel like, I feel like you have a, the pulse. I feel like you have a grip on your conference. Like, how much do you love this gig? This, I quote, love this gig. This is such an amazing <laughs> thing. I feel like what Craig Thompson and the team has built is amazing. Um, it's so well run. I've had a chance to see the football champ, I've, the basketball tournament, and it's operationally, I feel like I just inherited a Porsche and it's just a matter of, you know, exploring the different highways and breaking some speed limits. Well, I appreciate you. Uh, I don't have a driving analogy, but thanks for staying in your lane on the show. And um, again, we appreciate you. We'll talk to you again in the future. Thank you. Thank you. You bet. There's Commissioner Navarez from the Mountain West. I just, you know what, you guys, honestly, I think we have, we have such a,
a wealth of experience in somebody like Commissioner Navarez and her insight into BYU and Gonzaga and the WCC. And you look at what she said about that. And I think she's exactly right. I think she had to know day one that San Diego State was a commodity and that a lot of people wanted San Diego State in their in their league. You know, like I, I think yeah. she is wildly impressive. Well, and I think she said some things there, like talking about how, hey, streaming is the future, right? Like there was no, hey, it might be, maybe it is. Hey, streaming is taking over the next generation. So we know that streaming's coming, but it just hasn't quite gotten to live college level live sporting event yet but i think there was some hints there right she didn't flat out say it or anything but i think there's some hints there basically saying like hey you know it's coming the live sporting event for streaming is coming at the college level and, and again i'm telling you guys this pac 12 tv deal is not just about the pac 12 i mean i think your question yeah. to her about like hey how does the pac 12 tv deal itself and the negotiations and percentages on streaming like all those questions inside of a tv deal how does all that impact i mean i think that's a that's a uh something that you as a commissioner uh whether it's whether it's gloria or anybody else has to be prepared for now because streaming yeah. is coming it is the way and, and i think that's that's what i think is going to be truly fascinating the day after the pac-12 deal gets announced the first show we do after that deal is public information i will look forward to seeing hey what is what is the percentage of stream versus tv what like what what is the distribution what like where are their priorities lying because i think once we know that then folks like gloria you know folks like bright yormark are are really gonna on their next tv negotiation are really gonna say hey like streaming we got to make a decision here are we going to bias towards it or is it going to continue to be on the back burner i i think what she said about um you know just understanding the process we you know we talk to our tv partners weekly um that hey we're ready we have a committee they they clearly know who the, who targets are mm -hmm. i think you know it would have been inappropriate to ask her who she would be targeting i mean she just can't answer that question yeah but I think she clearly is ready. I yeah. think, and one of the things that I find impressive about her is she clearly understands the impact of her conference. Because I will again say, I think no matter what happens in the Pac-12, the Mountain West is uniquely positioned to not only absorb, but if, if you lose San Diego State and Fresno State, you're going to replace them. Thanks. It, I, I'm curious is St. Mary's is like who in the WCC, who in the com in conference USA, like how valuable does a Florida Atlantic become? How mm -hmm. valuable does you look at what's going on? Look at the money she talked about with San Diego state. Yeah, man. That's $200,000 a year for the next six years. Yep. You're it's, it's talking about talking found about money. the expanded college football playoff and the money that, that they can get from that. I think yeah. it's a great point. And they've got a, a seat at the table. You know, like I, I just think that I, I, I really feel like you have a situation where you can do anything you want to do. Because if, let's say Oregon State, if, if Oregon State were to become available, what's a better setup for them than the Mountain West? Yeah, I mean, I don't think there is a better setup right now. They're yeah. going to be the best, probably, football team in that league. Yeah. Right? And they're going to have access to the playoffs. That's going to make them more money 
they're going to make the Mountain West more money in a new, new restructured TV deal. Like, you look at all this stuff. I, I just think they're in a, a really important place. Um, Tanner is going off on a bunch of dudes. What's, what is going on here? You know. Okay. Uh, great reaction. Geoff says she was awesome. You should definitely have her on again. We will keep in touch for sure. Ben Novak says, I think Washington State would fit the Mountain West well as too. I agree. Yeah. Cougar Tales says Weber State, perhaps. Uh, Weber State would like to make a jump. There's, there's no question about that. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm curious, you know, like the, if you look at, if you look at, I don't know, who else? Like, look at Utah Valley. If I look at Utah Valley and they're in the WAC, they're in the NIT tonight. So explain to me again, you're playing UAB in the NIT. Explain to me again how UVU doesn't become a, a priority or a property for somebody. Yeah. Well, and I think that, you know, again, they, they've, their, their AD is uh, really good or she may be the president. I can't remember off the top of my head, but you know, she's been out in the media and, and done a really good job. And I think that, you know, UVU has, obviously has value. And, yeah. and again, I'm telling you, like, you, you, this is what happens. So, all right, so the Pac-12 media deal gets done, schools leave, schools change positions, whatever. It is the, the classic, you know, domino effect, as we keep saying, right? That terminology, domino effect, because... Ultimately, someone leaves, another person slots in, another, like, it just is this waterfall trickle-down effect. And I think what's important for these conferences is making sure that when you are replacing the San Diego states of the world, which seems pretty clear to me, when you are replacing them, that you remain at the same financial level or more profitable. That is the key, in my yes. opinion. I think you look at. Uh, by the way, do I not get any credit for? Um, yeah, butter I mean, and I was surprised or? how you just. I thought. I thought when you said you were going to roll it into the interview, I thought you were just going to make a little reference to it. I didn't realize you were going to, you know, start the whole interview asking her about buttering toast. I mean, you know, I was disappointed she didn't have kids because then she could relate it a little better. <laughs> you know, buttering toast was amazing. Matt Ritson brings up a really good name, Grand Canyon. Yeah, GCU is interesting. They don't play football. Um, but their baseball, softball, soccer, like their facilities, their campus, while it is in a tragically not good neighborhood. Yeah. I mean, that institution is remarkable. <coughs> um, <coughs> you know, I just, yeah, I don't know. Tanner Plummer, Jeff Johnson says, Tanner, quit being likes to fight guy. That's who Tanner is. Likes to, I don't even know what the fight's about. Yeah, what are we even fighting Ken about? Ken Hone says, BYU's uh, best basketball team in the WCC was ruined by COVID. I would really like to have seen how far that team could have gone. Let's be honest. The coronavirus. BYU and Utah have been terrible and disappointing for years <laughs> now. And there's just no excuse for it. We can talk about Dave Rose. We can talk about, like, you've replaced this guy with that guy. It hasn't worked. Like, what is Mark Madsen the next guy? Like, like you look at basketball up on the hill, the women's team, the 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 Lady Utes are phenomenal. The running Utes can't. I mean, I don't know that they could beat the Lady Utes. I, I, it's, it is so frustrating. Yeah, so frustrating. Um, Taco in Tech says better line enough butter for the toaster. Singing from the same hymn. I thought singing from the same same hymn was amazing, Commissioner. Uh, Navarez well dropped singing from the same hymn. Yeah. You know. Jeremy Callahan, a member of the program, 
um, says if there wasn't the whole P5 thing in place to get a G5's auto disadvantage, if I were a Pac-12 school, I'd be thinking about heading over to the Mountain West. Well, I think with the expanded college football playoff, you are going to be in a position no matter where. I mean, if you're in the Mountain West, you're in position to get into the expanded playoff. Yeah, 100%. Cougar trail, uh, tail, excuse me, Cougar tail. Uh, she inherited a Porsche in the Mountain West. What did George K. inherit? A because Pinto. it's garbage. Well, but I also think that Craig Thompson wasn't flawless. I mean, that the, the Mountain Network, like, the, uh, there's all kinds of things that we could talk about. Right. Um, the lack of revenue. I, 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 come on. There are things. I, everybody's got their faults. She just seems to be uniquely positioned to compete. You know, like she, she seems to be uniquely positioned. Uh, Gonzaga McCluskey says, whoever is Utah Tech's football coach, pay him $10 million a year. Gonzaga. Dude, I, you, Gonzaga. everybody keeps joking, man. Everybody keep joking. I'm telling you now. <laughs> Utah Tech. Guys, 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 guys. Who's going to say it with me? Guys. guys Who's going to say it with if me? If they get better facilities. They have better facilities now. When they get better <laughs> they're a sleeping giant. Guys, guys, guys. Hey, man. <laughs> I'm just telling you. You look at the fight they put up at BYU. That I, they're, th- it, This is just the beginning. It's Schemers just, trying to control right? their little worlds. I'm telling you, Utah Tech, this is just the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, Gonzaga McCluskey says, guys, 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 guys. Guys, guys. Sleeping giant. Guys, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. And, hey, guys. And Tanner, who knows nothing about Utah Tech, I'm, I'm guaranteeing. If you think Utah Tech is just some POS school in St. George, you're not paying attention. You're not paying attention. Yeah, but that's classic super soaker tendencies, dude. What you are doing with recruiting and facilities at Utah Tech, I'll evangelize. I don't care. I don't, I'll die on this in hill. God's name. I will. And likeness. There's plenty of butter to go on the toast at Utah Tech. Praise Utah State. I'm telling, not Utah State. Don't bring in the Aggie tears. Please, please. Uh, Gary says, I would not move to the Mountain West. The competition would suck. I would overlook the 12-0 Oregon State to pick a 10-2 Pac-10 team. Stop. Stop. Gonzaga McCluskey says, Utah Tech is RSL of MLS. By the way, RSL. Trying to get Trey Fitzgerald to give me the president at RSL, man. Gonzaga. Come on, Trey. Come on, Trey. Come on, Trey. Put him on the show. Tanner Plummer's waiting. I want it. You know. I listen, I think to to really get back into this conversation, um, I think it is really fascinating that Commissioner Navarez is wildly competent. I don't know what I expected because I've watched a thousand interviews with her now. Thanks. She was excellent. Yeah. She she when you have that kind of ability to articulate policy and to articulate philosophy, and you don't run away from, hey, is San Diego State? That might be the money in the conf- in the conversation. Yeah. Where she said, I, it was a foregone conclusion or whatever she said about San Diego State leaving the conference. Mm-hmm. And we are prepared if and when. Like, she knows they're gone. She yeah. knows they're gone. She knows they're a desirable brand. Y'all feel me? I, I just, I think it is, it's remarkable. Big Jack 512, cream cheese on your toast instead of butter, fight okay, me. Okay, but again, you're, it, I want to be clear. It has to be toast. I can get down with this, but it has to be toast. 
not regular bread. Listen, if you're going to use Wonder White bread, put some butter on it like Jake said to. <laughs> Is there enough no. butter for the toast? You know, Brandon Butler, Tanner wakes up throwing bows, knocks his mama out, and then throws down the, with the family dog. Then calls the chat to find out who's next. <laughs> throwing bows. What now? Oh, my God. Truck stop Gumby. Grape jelly on toast. Better than butter. Elbow cough. You ain't wrong. Oh, God. No, McCloskey. Vegemite on your toast. What are you James doing? James Knight knows what's up. What no. are you doing? No. No Vegemite. No. Uh, anyway. I really, I think, I think that this story with San Diego State, um, she didn't deny it. No. And I asked her point blank, are you, are you going to lose San Diego State? And she straight up said, yeah. Like, she knows it's coming. And sources told us last night that San Diego State has told the Big 12 they're not interested because they're intent on joining the Pac-12. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think, look, look it's pretty again, straightforward, you know, I think that makes a lot of sense. And to hear Commissioner Navarro say we have a contingency plan in place. Part of taking this job was understanding that was going to happen. Yep. Paraphrasing, of course. I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I truly do. And I, and I think when you look at the Pac-12 versus the Big 12, if the if the if the Pac-12 and I, I'm telling you, sources tell me every single time I ask them. They're, they're not getting anywhere near $30 million. I've heard that repeatedly. Let's pretend they do. This is going to be a dogfight between the Pac-12 and the Big 12. Because I don't think they can coexist. I just... I, and the reason that they can't get anywhere near $30 million is because no, there's no way to coexist. And, and mainly because TV networks don't have budget and they don't have bandwidth for both. Yeah. And this again, we told you in August, I believe, that... TV sources are telling us ESPN and Fox went to the Big 12 and the Pac-12 and said, you guys should merge. And the Pac-12 said, no, we're good. Yeah. No, no, no. I still maintain that it is not out of the realm of possibility that the Big 12 and the Pac-12 could wind up in a conference. Yeah, I mean, I I just think it's an inevitability. Like, and again, this is why I keep saying, even if the Pac-12 does get a media deal done, you're just delaying the inevitable because... You're you're not in a place where you're like ultra desired. You're not highly desired. You don't have that leverage the way other conferences do, and Truth. that's the problem. Truth. And I don't know how you regain that leverage. I don't. I mean, I, winning. I, and, I honestly, I think it's winning because if you win, at least then you've got the leverage to say, "Hey, last year we won the college football playoff," or "Hey, you know, like we made the I, final I four know. or whatever." I think the way you get that momentum back is. You know, you get free samples from Bucked Up so that you're wide awake and you're thinking clearly. BuckedUp.com, use the promo code MONTY to get 20% off your purchase. Some of your best work. I know. Uh, But get the free samples. Don't take my word for it. In the description below, there is a link to get free samples from Bucked Up Energy. If you're a gym guy like me, I'm at the gym every morning at 530. I benched. I can't remember what I benched today. Do you even lift? um, You know what, man? You need that extra little lift. Today was one of those days. It was tough to get out of bed. Boom. Hit the LFG. Yeah. Go to the gym. Knock out the bench chest workout. Get on the treadmill. Get your cardio done. Ready to conquer the world. By the way, by the way, they're giving away a cruise right now. I believe they are is, at right? GNC. Yeah. Um, the new uh, Woke AF gold, gold. Gold. It's gold. It's a gold can. Yeah. 
And what they did is they filled those gold cans with coupons and golden, they call them golden tickets. They're giving away cruises in those gold, in those gold cans yes. of, of bucked up pre-workout yeah. only at GNC. Yeah. The new flavor, you can only find it at GNC. Yep. Go in, hook it up, buy it, open it. If there's a golden ticket in there, you win the cruise. Yeah. But don't take our word for it. Get the free samples yes. in the description below. Makes a big difference to us. Really helps us grow the channel when you guys go and support our sponsors. Go and get the free samples from Bucked Up. You get three free samples of your choice. Oh, by the way, you also get a free uh, shaker cup of any color. You can build color combinations. And I'm telling you, this shaker cup, my man. Money, dude. I'm excited because I ordered a new canteen from Bucked Up. I oh. ordered my pre-workout from Bucked Up. I had a shake this morning before I left the house with their bucked up greens. You can't go wrong. Go get the samples. Go get the shaker. Do it. They're free. They send them right to your door in like two days. It's amazing. In the description below, bucked up energy, the official energy drink of the Monty Show. By the way, my favorite flavor and I, I is Miami, but it's so popular it's hard to get. Yes. So today I'm drinking bucked up mango tango. Mango and it tango. It is. It is fascinating do you have a favorite flavor yeah miami's definitely my favorite flavor i think mango tango is nice uh blue raz by far uh is is a blue raz for me is like that second tier player in your starting five he's not the best he's never gonna be the best but man that jumper is wet on some nights and it's just yes. easy you know like miami is like kobe or, or lebron or kd and blue raz is you know it, it just it's good it's good. It's a good substitute, but it's never going to be Miami. I agree. Uh, you guys, go ahead and hit the like button. We've had almost 2,000 views of the show today. Please give us a like. That really helps the channel grow. Um, if you're just tuning in, Gloria Navarez, the president or president, commissioner of the Mountain West was just on the show. She was fantastic. Jake will have the interview posted after the show. Joseph Kirkpatrick said, I'm a pretty neutral observer to all of this. But it seems to me like everything is status quo until the next deal and or Washington, Oregon go to the Big Ten. You're not wrong. I mean, the, the, the problem is everybody is battling for position right now. That's truly, and if you look at this comment, I think this is a great point. It is status quo out in front. Behind the scenes, about once or twice a week, we get a source that'll call and say, hey, dude, or I'll check in with somebody and it'll be like, hey, dude. Like yesterday, talking to talking to one of my, my guys telling me, hey, San Diego State has told the Big 12 we're not interested. That we we have in our intention is to join the Pac-12 to which we've been invited. And it makes all the sense in the world. So that scheming, that planning, that maneuvering is going on behind the scenes every single day. Yeah. And I guarantee you, people like Commissioner Navarez are are out there talking to people, having conversations, leveraging relationships. She's known Tom Homo back to Cal. You know, she's got this great relationship where she worked with, with George Klyovkov at MGM when Gloria was at the, the Pac-12. Yes. Those relationships, those phone calls from those relationships, that's the beginning stages of deals. And these oral invitations say, hey, San Diego State, I can tell you right now that um, Gonzaga has a, a verbal in, uh, invitation to join the Big 12. Yes. They're simply going through a process right now. And I think as soon as the tournament's over, I think you're going to see a lot of movement because you're not going to make big moves during the tournament, certainly. I mean, if you are, 
if you are San Diego State, are you going to join the Pac-12 during the Final Four? No, of course not. You're singularly focused. You want your coaches, players, and administrators singularly focused on this event. Yeah. It is one of the most high-profile stages San Diego State's ever been on. You got to win games, right? Yeah. Yeah. After the tournament, now we can start talking about that. We're in spring football. We're in a little media lull here. Everybody's in baseball and softball season. (coughs) Now we can talk about joining this conference or joining that conference. That, to me, is what this comment right here is all about. When you see guys talking about status quo, sure, outwardly it's status quo. But you look at all the quotes we got from the Pac-12 presidents over the last couple of weeks, that tells you that it is noisy behind the scenes. Things are happening. Yeah. There's no doubt about that, in my opinion. Jeremy Callahan says, I got my bucked up shaker samples today. There you Boy, go. Boy, we love that. There you go. What did you get? What samples, Jeremy Callahan, did you get? It's all about the samples, man. Free link. Yeah, free sample. That, and that's the thing I love about bucked up. They're not asking you to trust them. They're telling you, hey, here's a free sample and a free shaker cup. Try it out next time you're at the gym. Um, Cougar Tail says, can you put the lid back on it if you don't win? Nah, don't think you can do that. Don't think you can do that. Bob Holsey, do you have enough bucked up for the shaker balls? Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Jerry Davis says, don't know if North Dakota State would uh, move to D1 as they seem very happy being a a dog in D1AA, but if they want to move up, the Mountain West should grab them. Yeah, I mean, listen, North Dakota State's a powerhouse. Yeah. They are, for certain. Um, Truck Stop Gumby, butter flavor bucked up? Not yet. Nope. Not yet. Uh, Brandon Davies says, Miami is Anthony Davis. Always wanted, never available. Oh. Seriously. It, it's not easy to get it, man. It is not. I'm telling you. Jeremy Callahan says, Blue Raz type flavor energy drink reminds me of Zima. Zima. Really? It reminds you of Zima. Is that true? You want to explain Jake, that? Jake, you, you're going to smile for my selfie, bro? There you go. Not sure why we take himself. I don't know because I could. Yeah. Uh, you know, because I could. Jeff Johnson says, "Hey, dude. Hey, Jeff. Sup, dude. Otani's going to be a Dodger. You know. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Right. Right. That was a great interview. It was. Yes. I'm. Re- I'm really happy that that she came on. Yes. More valuable right now. Gonzaga basketball or San Diego State? Um. Uh, probably San Diego State. Honestly. Really. Yeah. They have football. Really. They have football. You have football in P5, you're valuable. Wow. I, you do. I mean, you have football, and it's not half bad. I think that San Diego State, if they join the Pac-12, is far less valuable. Far less valuable because you're only as valuable as the land you sit on, right? I don't think, and this is just my opinion, mm-hmm. I don't think San Diego State is half as valuable as Gonzaga basketball. I think Gonzaga basketball, year in and year out, is in the tournament. And doing some research for this interview today, she said, Commissioner Navarez said exactly, Navarez? Navarez? Navarez. Said exactly what I always say, that I'm terrible with names, and that the WCC is an emerging league. Now, without BYU, that's going to hurt. Right. Without Gonzaga, because I think a year from now, Gonzaga is going to join the Big 12, that's going to hurt. Where does the WCC go? And the answer is, I don't know. Yeah. Because that's, that's going to be very difficult. 
That is going to be very difficult. Yeah, I mean, you need you need brands and teams to perform for you, you know, and and you need them to to be there a while. But tell think, me you don't want tell me you don't want St. Mary's basketball in your league. Yeah, I mean, you do, you do. You know, I I I just think with leagues like the WCC, that's scary. If if I'm the WCC, I'm a little worried about that. Yeah. Uh, Bob Holsey agrees with you. Where will your mark strike next? Jeremy Callahan said, I think it's Gonzaga. Yeah. I think that's Gonzaga. where he'll strike next. Holsey says, I agree, Jake. San Diego State greater than Gonzaga. Yeah. And, and really? My, my only point is like really? brand value, Gonzaga's got it all day, but I think that. Uh, like money making, I think it's San Diego State because again they can they can give you a good game on the football field. I'm not saying they're going to win a lot of games, but they can give you a wow. good game. I mean, they're not a team that that you know it's going to be 50 to 10 every week. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they're going to give you a they're going to give you a, a a watchable game that'll do some numbers. You know, so that's why I say like again, that's the beautiful thing about going into the Pac-12 for San Diego State. You don't have to be you know, top dog right out the gate. All you have to do is have a nice tournament once a year and win, like, be bowl eligible. Can you be bowl eligible Bowl eligible playing the Pac-12? I don't know. We'll find out. But I know that you give Utah hell every year, right? You, you make it a pain in their ass every year. And so, hey, maybe if you're not bowl eligible, but, you know, you gave Utah and, you know, Oregon and, and even SC with as great as they are, you, got, you give those teams a hell of a fight, People are going to be talking about you. And I think that's what matters for San Diego State. Well, I, I think that that's a really interesting argument. San Diego State versus Gonzaga basketball. Because, I don't know, I, I, I guess my feeling is if you don't win, what's your value? Well, for San Diego State right now, it's real estate. Yeah. I mean, it is real estate and eyes on the, eyes on the prize, right? So, I understand that. But, I man, boy, that's tough, dude. I think that's a... I, I, I'm not even sure it's close. I, honest to goodness, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong. And I, I'm open to the idea I'm wrong. There's a first for everything. But I don't... Dude, see what he did there? See what he did there? What? There's a first for everything when it comes to him being wrong. See what he did there? It's never happened before. The point is, I would take Gonzaga twice over San Diego Andrew, member of the program... Uh, says, I don't want St. Mary's home high school court. Yeah, but it's so, so intimate. Uh, and donuts. If the Big 12 strikes out on the pack, there was talk of Boise State being a BYU travel partner. Come on now. Yeah. Don't be silly. You can't do that. Yeah, don't be silly. I think Provo is not is not a tough travel spot. It'd be nice to have somewhere to go west. In God's name, image, and likeness. There's no doubt about that. It'd be nice to have somewhere to go west, but I don't think it's mandatory. I God think bless. if you get Gonzaga, that'd be great. I, 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 I just don't see right now today that Boise State has the value it once did because much like San Diego State, what's San Diego State's value, value right now? Well, they're in the final four. Right. And they're bringing $200,000 a, a team to the Mountain West. Well, and they're also in San Diego. Right. What has Boise done? I mean, they're going through a massive renovation of their facilities. Um, but they're not winning games. Um, they're not um, they're not the BCS buster they once were. No, they're not. They're they're not the basketball power they once were, or sort of. 
kind of. I look at maybe. I look at the Carr brothers going through Fresno State. What's Fresno State been? Yeah. That's the problem is that San Diego State has proximity. And I, I with all due respect to Fresno State, like I understand there's some tradition there and but you with all due respect. Relevancy when you are in a G five the Mountain West. Yeah. WCC is winning games. All due respect. Why is Gonzaga relevant? Because they damn near won a national championship. Gonzaga. Right? That's why they're relevant. If you look at San Diego State, they're relevant now because they're in the Final Four. Yeah. And they're in San Diego. Yep. What's Boise's relevance? As a travel partner? Um. Are you telling me it's 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 that much more of a flight to get to Houston? Because I'm telling you it's not. Um. To get to Lubbock? I'm telling you it's not. Yeah. It's really to not. get to to get to Dallas. It's not, you know, to get to to, you know, Stillwater to get to um, Cincinnati's a bit further. Clearly, Morgantown is. Yeah. But if, if we're being honest, Kansas isn't that much of a flight. Yeah. You know, for any of the Kansas schools, Iowa State's not that much of a flight, it, 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 at least to me. I, I don't know that you need Boise as a travel partner. That that doesn't resonate with me, and it, yeah. and again, you guys, I want to hear from you on this. I'd love, maybe I'm wrong. Jeremy Callahan says uh, Boise relevance, real Idaho potatoes with butter, potatoes, potatoes. Yeah, is there enough butter to spread over the potato? <laughs> Not in Boise. Brandon Butler, since Boise is irrelevant, can we move on to the NBA? We can. We can. After I tell you about our good friends at Barbecue Pit Stop, you guys fired up. About the new store in Payson, Utah. Well, I see what you did there. Do you see what he did there? See, that's low key. Do you know how many days in a row I've done that and you haven't noticed? Wow. I'm just telling you, fired up <laughs> about Barbecue Pit Stop. <laughs> Logan, Layton, Lehigh. The Jeezy. God. What? Do you, do we you, weren't ready for the new one yet. Do you hear my call? Logan, you, Layton, Lehigh, then Payson, the Jeezy, and of course in Murray across from the mall. Did you forget how to say Payson? No, you just always say the Jeezy. I thought you were going to do Payson last because it's the newest no. one. I don't know. The Payson store opens up on April 15th. Uh, I just am so thrilled for the guys at Barbecue Pit Stop. The best equipment in barbecue, Barbecue Pit Stop. Um, a lot of their stores have meat counters now. You look up in Logan, Aggie Tears. Yeah, and the one the one in Payson, for all those who missed the interview yesterday, is attached to a meat store, like a yeah. full-blown, its own separate business meat store. So for all of our it's folks It's pretty in incredible. Payson, it is pretty incredible. Yeah. I mean, when you, when you think about it, the guys at Barbecue Pit Stop, I... I I can only say so many times they're salt of the earth dudes. Mm -hmm. They're good people to do business with. And the service is remarkable. Top notch. The service is remarkable. And I, I just continue to tell you if you if you need rubs, sauces, seasoning, spices, barbecue pit stop, bbqpitstop.com. You need the Traeger, the Yoder, the Big Green Egg, the Camp Chef, barbecue pit stop, bbqpitstop.com. But let's really come out. And support them. If you're in St. George right now, and I know we have a great contingent of listeners in St. George, you got to get to the new barbecue pit stop. Had their grand opening this weekend. Go Best. in, please, to the barbecue pit stop in St. George. Tom, hey, I heard about you guys on the Monty Show. Yeah. April 15th in Payson. Let's get after it. Yeah. Let's really show out strong and support the guys at barbecue pit stop. They're all entrepreneurs. You know, you, you look at every one of those stores is a small business unto itself. 
Let's get out and support those guys. The weather's turning. It's time to get the pellets out. It's time to get the Traeger. If you've been on the fence about, hey, you know what? Do I get a Traeger? Yeah, hell yeah, you do. Mm -hmm. I'm a Traeger guy. Ironwood 885. I, you know, Jake said we're going to barbecue pit stop in Murray. Boom, done. 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 And it's the best decision I've ever made, man. Best decision I've ever made. Um, Brandon Butler says, see how I helped out with the transition there, Jake? <laughs> yeah, I see what you did there, dude. <laughs> Archer Quick says, does Pac-12 have a media deal yet? I think they do, and they're just trying to figure out how to get a grant of rights. Yeah. It's my personal opinion. Jeff Johnson says, hey, Payson. Hey. Just the town south hey, of me. That's way, awesome. By the way, any uh, who's going to be our first new member today? Who's the first yeah, new we member haven't today, really, bro? We haven't really talked about like, we're new working membership. On, we're working on going on the 5 o'clock hour, and we don't have a new member. What's up? Yeah, we've had a ton of people watch the show. Please make sure. Look at that. We're at 14,400. You guys were just 587 away from 15,000. Dude, it's just been flying by. Yeah. It's absolutely been flying by. Um, real quick before football, 15, and then in 12 minutes, we get to the NBA. Um, real quick. Have you guys been, um, have you guys been, you know, like figuring out the membership stuff? I know we've had a lot of people gifting memberships. I'm telling you guys, the, the best way to do this is hey, if you want to get in and be a part of our, our members only Instagram group, it's the 999 membership. It gets you in exclusive information. You would have known about San Diego state. You would have known all of our inside information first, um, because you would have been in the Instagram group, so you wouldn't have known the Big 12 is chasing Creighton and UConn. You would have known that earlier this yes. afternoon because you're in our Instagram group, which is where we share our inside information first. Um, it's a great community of guys sometimes, yesterday being a perfect example. Uh, you know, when news is serious, the group's a little more serious. When, you know, Big Daddy Magic's out there meeting all the Utah Jazz players, and he puts his selfie videos into the group. It's amazing. Yes. Join the membership. You can get in for $1.99 a month. One ninety nine. That's all it is. Two bucks a month. It's going to be, it's, it's an amazing group of people. Uh, all you have to do is click the link I put in the comments there. Andrew says, was gifted a membership for a month, but signed up for a continued membership today. Appreciate you, hey. Andrew. Thank you, man. I'll count that as a new member. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Appreciate you. Matt Ritson, a member of the show. How, how about pick up San Diego State and Notre Dame, save the Pac-12 conference? Man, could you imagine that? Yeah. My and we Notre Dame? Mm, that'd be tough. Um, let's see. Notre Dame doesn't need a conference. I agree with that, Tanner. Um, ooh, 1984 national champions. Okay, so we're talking to a BYU fan here. Are you sure? Uh, do you... <laughs> Do you have or are you going to build a website? We're not. We've tinkled with it, but I don't know. This is, you're on our website. Yeah, what do we need a website for? You're on our website. Yeah, we can do merch sales through YouTube. Yeah. We can, I mean, everything we need is here. Uh, Nate Davis says, Instagram group is really cool. Join the membership. Appreciate do you, it. Nate. Good Appreciate to see you. you. Uh, Jeremy Callahan, that's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year, Clark. Okay, I'm. What did I miss? What did we miss? I don't, I don't know what I missed. Uh, Jack Rumsey, what's up, Jack? Good to see you. Thunderbird is all over the chat. Okay, what is Thunderbird? What is Thunderbird? I have no idea. Like, yeah, what is? Am I? What am I missing? Okay, now we gotta go over. Now to YouTube, we gotta go into the YouTube filter. We see what's going on? I don't know. There's always trolls out here. I don't know what Thunderbird is. 
Are we yeah. are we members only today? Or no, we, we are not members We're only normal today. today. Okay. We are normal today. We are not members only today. Oh, I don't know what that means then, Jack. Rumsey, what to... do you mean, Thunderbird? Yeah. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Whoops, fan Gabe. You're you're you must be a mind reader. Merch sales through the YouTube, prove it, liar. Whoops. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. I've tried so hard on our merch, dude. I've tried. Yeah, I, see, Big Jack is on the same wavelength I am. You worked in a tinkled reference there. Wait, Big Jack. Yeah, so? We tinkled with t-shirts? No, with a website. Or with the website? Yes. I did say tinkled. You did? I did. <laughs> uh, Jeremy Callahan, Thunder Turd, what is that? Jeff Johnson says, I'm guessing Thunderbird is just a nickname for Travis Bird. Yeah. Oh. oh got okay. it. Okay. He means T-Bird, Big Daddy Magic. Oh. Yeah, Travis Bird. Okay. Okay, got it. Okay. Blake says, instead of Tinkered, not really. Not really. Uh, Brent Burnett says, my membership appears to have me locked in for two months without the ability to upgrade. Check the YouTube settings and the, the link Monty sent. Is that true or has somebody figured out how to upgrade? I honestly couldn't tell you because it doesn't. You. YouTube does not give us access. They do not. The only thing I can see is a list, uh, which tells us names and current name, level image you're at. and likeness. Yeah, you know, name, image. In God's yeah, thanks, name, Dabo. image Appreciate and that. likeness. We built this program. We get it, Dabo. Thank you, thank you. Tanner I, says I'm at the dog park right now with my dog, and there's three little league baseball teams practicing. Spring is almost here. Let's go. Oakley Marquez says face blue, smiling. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Taco and Tech says need to go old school and add some Monty Show members only jackets in the merch. I mean, I like that idea. I will figure yeah. it out. Uh, let's see. Cody G says National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation reference over your guys's head. I'm terrible. Okay. I'm terrible. Uh, do you have enough tinkle for your website? Whatever. Okay. Okay. Renee Roca says, I'm sitting in my truck waiting on Smashburger. Spring is here. Damn. Where is it? What are you guys doing right now? In the comments, because yeah. we've got to get to this Daniel Snyder story from the uh, commanders. In your comments right now, are you guys walking your dogs? Are, if you're new, don't tell us that. Are you well, buttering toast? Yeah. By the way, when are we going to have you record? Jake is now using some messaging, video messaging spaceship it's not fans only okay it's not with, fans only with his with his new flame right his you're not boyfriend <laughs> and girlfriend but you guys are sending news we are not sending nudes no well videos it's the same thing no it's not okay are you gonna record when it are you gonna record one at 5 30 uh, in about 35 yeah, got, minutes apparently i got pigeonholed into doing this so i'm gonna do it uh, pigeonholed yeah i got pigeonholed into doing this it's an erection c kaufman says taking a dump okay <laughs> renee roca says picking up dinner for my family and parents <laughs> wow mr preston says i'm working fellas yes mr preston oh, yeah hey by the way yep go ahead Let's yep. go. Brent Burnett says two massive storms coming. Have one tomorrow, and then the next big one, uh, Callie has been hit with right now. Good Lord, really? Uh, Jeff Johnson says, I'm about, uh, about to be doing the gosh darn dishes. You know. Truck Stop Gumby says, watching the Monty show naked. Thank you. <laughs> Tanner says, Jake has a new flame. Congrats. Up to tw 24 inches of stop. Dude, are you being serious right now? Lopes Can you Gabe, measure it? Jake really dating on an AI chatbot? 
ChatGPT, baby. <laughs> Big Jack says, I too am walking the dog. I like it. Butter on a bagel. Laundry before Bible study. Amen. Uh, Cody G says, fans only or only fans? Exactly. That's We're only fans here. Right. Uh, it's probably different than what you're thinking, though. Ben Novak says, about to hit the gym. I'm more of a morning workout. What do you bitch? Uh, Cougar Track. Uh, Cougar Track says, sitting in my living room since there's still two feet of snow outside in Cache Valley. Oof. Damn. My dude. Dude. Um, Jake letting his snake out. Okay, take it easy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. This is a family program, please. Uh, Mick A says, about to go to work, pulling that OT. What do you do for a living? Yeah, dude, what's your gig? Uh, Roger Sales. What's up, Roger? Good to see you. Finish walking the dog now at the liquor store. <laughs> oh, my God. I like it. Let's go. Schlitz Malt Liquor. Schlitz. Uh, this hour of the show presented by our good friends at Papa Murphy's Pizza. <sighs> what are you guys having for dinner tonight? I very well may do Papa Murphy's again. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Look at me. Dude, the marinara meatball at Papa Murphy's Pizza. It never pizza, disappoints. It never does. Literally, it never disappoints. And Mrs. Monty and I went on a uh, sandwich-making extravaganza over the weekend. Dude. Meatball so subs. Meatball subs. Down a hallway. Uh, <laughs> uh, meatball, <laughs> meatball subs on a hoagie. Dude, it's over. It, I'm telling you, it's over. Yeah, that sounds it good. Is, it is simply yeah. spectacular. I love every second of it. Yeah. So I'm telling you to get the meatball marinara at Papa Murphy's Pizza. At Papa Murphy's, we do more than just pizza. We do meatballs and marinara. Actually, I do the meatballs and marinara. And how do you do it, Dad? How do I do it? How do I do it? Order now at PapaMurphy's.com. Make sure you use promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your purchase of 25 doll hairs or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. The stack at Papa Murphy's, traditional crust, barbecue sauce, and then a bunch of whatever crap you want on top. I'm a sausage guy. He is a pepperoni guy. By the way, he's also a shallots guy. Do you know what a shallot is? Dude. Exactly. Do you expect me to know what a shallot is, dude? Yes. Um, I am a, I'm really a mushroom and onion guy. I'm into it all day long. Mick A is a paramedic, my guy. Um, I am absolutely a mushroom and onion guy right now. But again, traditional crust, barbecue sauce, heathens, stop eating your red sauce. Go barbecue no, sauce. No, no, no. Barbecue sauce, her mix, onion, mushroom, cheese, green onions. Bada boom, bada bing. Cash you know what money, I mean? baby. Cash money, baby. Uh, make sure you tell me you heard about Papa Murphy's Pizza. On the Monty Show, use the promo code Monty25. I did say it. I did. I, I said it. Yeah, I mean, you did say it. And I'm I gave, a you, I gave guy. you a free pass. That's what she said. You know. Uh, <coughs> Michael Peck <coughs> says, this snow always resorts to food. Yes, it does. I'm fat. I, there's no is there, doubt is, I mean, is there an issue? Jeremy Callahan says, shallots are fancy onions. Yes, they are. There is no doubt about that. Gary says, I'm laying on the, my couch after coming home from work. I like it. Bob Olsey <laughs> says, preparing dinner here in Panama. Leftovers. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Uh, Lopes Van Gabe says, liquor. I hardly knew her. <laughs> Any advice for Gabe? <laughs> um, <laughs> 
Devin Pull about to grill up some chicken on the grill with some asparagus. My God, let's go. Uh, Tanner Plummer, make it some more betters and watch the UVU game, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, Bro, Mo Bettas is where it's at. But we got to talk about, and I know, we got to get to the NBA, but at some point we need to have a conversation about service at more betters. All right, let's move on. Uh, Landon Porter, painting baseboards, favorite show to listen to while working. Landon, appreciate you, buddy. Thank you. Uh, shallots are rich people's onion, Gary says. He's, I mean, it's true, right? You're not wrong. Ooh, Ritzen, let's go. Turkey burger with Parmesan cheese on pretzel buns. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> Fries yeah. on oh the air God, fryer. Oh, my God, just like that. Oh. Yes. Uh, <laughs> shallot, I hardly knew it. See what he did there? Uh, McKenna Tech Dam, what's up? Just got to the shop after listening to the show on my helmet on my motorcycle ride. You guys are shoveling snow again. I'm not. I'm not. Shoveling I mean, nothing. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not doing any of that. No, Gumby. Red sauce and pepper. No, no, no. Oh, shit. Damn, I am tripping. Andrew, cake or cookies or other? I'm not a sugar guy right now. Cookies, bro. Cookies all cookies day. All cookies all day. Cookies. 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 My wife was so pissed. I bought a bunch of Girl Scout cookies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she was flipping fuming what did she say don't buy don't we're working hard and we are working hard don't you buy those girl scout cookies and i like sit down and i'm eating thin mints and she's like hey fan ass (laughs) (laughs) she didn't say that she did not say that a garlic butter on the crust yes Ooh, jc he's a chorizo guy Let's go. Damn. Uh, Mr. Preston, seriously, what drops first? Money Show merch or Pac-12? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, dude. That's not nice. Dude. That's not, that's not <laughs> that's nice. That's an all-timer right there, Preston. No, it's not. No. That was well done, sir. No, Whip it out so that we can welcome hey! Lamont Tucker. Let's go, Lamont Tucker. Nice to see you, my guy. Hell yeah, dude. Bonehead says, great show today. Appreciate you, Bonehead. Lamont, nice to see you. Uh, Truck Stop Gumby says, fat. fat. That's me. Fat. Uh, Jeremy Callahan, chorizo taco sausage. Yes. It really is, though. Uh, Tanner Plummer says, tell Mrs. M this. Well, honey, the Girl Scouts needed to make money, too. <laughs> okay. Awkward. Uh, Lamont Tucker says, I'm in. Let's go, Lamont. Let's go, Hell Lamont. yeah. Uh, 1984 says a website can solve a lot of problems. Yeah, I, but it's, it's a long story that I don't want to get into. Uh, Jeff says, Preston, I'm choking from laughter on that one. That was an it's excellent not roast, dude. It's not, it's not funny. <laughs> it's not funny. Neither is getting yourself in an accident. When somebody's driving distracted, when you get hit, if you get hurt at work, theadvocates.com. Because the advocates do workman's comp. If somebody is driving distracted, we're, we're driving home last night and there's a guy like this. Like staring Hopefully at his phone. Hopefully he wasn't watching the Monty program. In the, and I just, I, he, this is, we're on Bangor Highway and two cars like yeah. cross their streams. And the guy's looking um, at his phone, trying um, to get into the left turn lane at 98th and then pulls out behind me because he didn't need to turn. You don't deserve to get in an accident with that guy, but you do deserve somebody to fight for you. Theadvocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the business. Make sure that you go on their website. There's a chat box where you can chat with them live online 24-7 for free with an attorney. 
because you never pay the advocates until they win your case. Theadvocates.com, no retainer fees, no consultation fees, just fantastic service at theadvocates.com. Let's talk a little NBA hoop on the money show. Is anybody scared of LeBron James? Does anyone <laughs> fear LeBron James? Uh-huh. I think this is a fascinating discussion. And for your review, I am going to play this Gilbert Arenas video. Because I think Gilbert Arenas is an interesting guy. Do you agree with Gilbert Arenas right here about LeBron James? Did anybody fear Magic Johnson? No. Did anybody fear uh, John Stockton, Carmelo? No. Right? Um, the fear comes from what that person's capability is. Right? As an offensive player, the capability of what Jordan's going to do <clears throat> If you're not on point, LeBron James was a all around player, even though he gave you 40, it wasn't the same 40 I feel like I'm not afraid of a guy who's going to give me 29, nine and nine. I'm, 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 I'm afraid of a man who's going to go for 60 if I'm not careful. Wow. Gilbert Arenas right there talking about LeBron James. Jake, is he correct? Uh, I. You know, I, I I think he is correct in the sense that more people, more players were intimidated or scared of Michael than they are of LeBron. But but I don't think that I agree with the idea that, you know, people weren't scared of Miami Heat, LeBron James. I think people were intimidated by LeBron and Miami. I think people were intimidated by, you know, second stint Cleveland Cavalier, LeBron James. Like, those were some of the best games he ever played, and he was dominating people. And I think... You what you fear with LeBron is there's just nothing you can do about it, and I think Michael it was a little different. And again, I again take it with a grain of salt, right? Like I never got to watch Michael Jordan live. I never saw him in person. I just it just was before my time. But in hearing and going back and watching video and everything that I've ever seen, guys were intimidated by him. Guys were flat out scared of him. And you hear the stories and the documentaries and. You know, we all have that Kobe clip going around Instagram about how his teammates told him, don't look Jordan in the eye, you know, and Kobe was like, what are you talking about, man? I am him. Like, that whole thing, like, I think guys were legit scared of Michael Jordan. I think with LeBron, it's more they respect him and, you know, it's less, it's more respect and, like, less fear. But I do think at certain points in LeBron's career, he was feared, but just in small segments. I don't think he is now intimidating. I think there's a lot of respect. I don't think it's a fear thing. I don't think it's an intimidation thing. I don't think it is. I don't think it's any of that. I think when you look at guys, I mean, how many guys do you fear in the NBA? I mean, I would assume people fear Giannis. I would assume, you know, if you think about who, who like, Kevin Durant, I don't think people fear him anymore. Do people respect him? They do. But if we look at the best players in the NBA, do you fear Jason Tatum? You don't. Do you fear anybody in this league the way you feared Kobe Bryant? I, I don't believe they do. I don't believe I don't even think that that's at all a possibility. I do not think there is anybody in this league that is on the level of a Kobe, a Mike. A Shaq. Shaq terror, terrorized people. Right. I think Giannis is as close as you get to that. And I don't know that he's that close. Yeah. I mean, 
I just think it was just a different time then. Like, I think that's what I, that's what's hard in this conversation because, you know, I can make a strong case that, you know, people, I don't, I don't know if fear is the right word, but like Steph's three pointer revolutionized the game. Nothing you can do about it. Takes over games, wins yeah. championships with it. Like, is that something you fear? Yeah. I mean, it's definitely something that's on your mind. It's his whole, it's, it's his world, you know, and there's nothing you can do about it. I think I, I, I would agree that there was just this anger inside of Michael and Kobe, this sort of killer, I'm just going to own you. I want to hurt you. Yeah, I want to like, end you. I, I want to do bad I wanna things. I want to embarrass dude. you. Yeah. like. But if you look at, I mean, the 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 guys that, you know, Joel Embiid. I, I can't say I'm scared of Joel Embiid. I mean, John Morant. I mean, he catches bodies. Yeah, but... Luka Doncic, no. Dame, no. You know, you 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 look at the the best players in the NBA, SGA, no. I mean, I, I think Giannis is singularly that guy because I'm not scared of Book. I'm not scared of Tatum. I'm not scared of Don. I, I, I'm not. I I don't know that there's a guy that I'm scared of. I'm not scared of of. Trey Young. I'm not scared of John Morant. It's, it, I think the one guy that might be in that conversation is Giannis. Uh-huh. Because he can dunk on you, and now that he's got that little baseline mid-range, dude, you're in trouble if that's going down routinely. Yeah. You're, you're you in are, real yeah. trouble there. Cause, and I'd love, to get, I'd love to get your thoughts on this. Like, who in the NBA are you, are, do you fear? Brandon Butler says, Joel, Joel Embiid is the only dude that should be feared. When dude is motivated, nothing can stop him. Problem is, he's rarely motivated. I don't know. He's probably going to win the MVP this year. Yeah. I don't know if I would say this he's not whole, motivated. This nonsense about sitting out against Jokic is going to hurt him. I, I think it might. Uh, Kyrie, fear Kyrie on your team. Bigger problem, Luka or Kyrie? Kyrie. Okay. JC, thank you both for another entertaining show. Till next time. Have a wonderful day. JC, you be good, yeah, man. Be good, Court bro. McMullen, what's up? Jake is on point. The times are different. It's the same season, uh, the same reason you shouldn't, can't compare LeBron to Michael. Totally agree. But I think we can. I, I agree with that most of the time. I think this part of it, you can compare a little bit because it doesn't matter what generation you're in. You can be that guy on the floor. Like, you can do that to people. But it's a matter of if you, and if like, if that's how you go about it. Like, But isn't Ja like a fake tough guy? Yeah, I mean, I, I think Josh generation likes to play fake tough guy. I think Desmond Bain's that guy too. Yeah, I think Trey Young likes to be a fake tough guy. Nobody's scared of Trey Young. I think, you know, the thing, the trouble is, I feel like today's generation, which would be the books, the Donovan Mitchells, mm -hmm. Trey Young, you know, all these younger, these younger guys that are entering their prime now, they do not, in my opinion, they do not source their domination from just simply outworking everybody else, right? Because we all know Kobe's story, and Michael was the same way. Hey, I know I'm better than you because when you were in the strip club, I was in the gym, right? Yeah. Like, I just know that I'm better. And this whole concept, I think this is another important point. Michael would make up narratives, right? Would, like, make up that, hey, this guy talked junk about me in the paper or said this or said that to get himself going. I don't think today's players do that. I don't think that they approach the game the same way. It's not, as Michael said in the documentary, right? It's not personal in that way. I think they take the game personally,
but it's not like life and death. And that's why I think the jaw thing happens or Kyrie is smoking. I don't disagree with that. You know what I mean? It's just different now. Kyle J says people are scared of Gilbert Arenas because of the guns. Truth. Yeah, dude. Jeremy Callahan, dudes in the nineties would break their arm for winning for a winning bucket. Just not the same now. It's agreed. Uh, Cody G says, I'm only scared of Ja and the club. Right. Court McMullen, depends on where you're meeting up with Ja. On the court, not scared. Uh, on the street, that's a different story. Well, him and his dudes. <laughs> Brett Burnett says, hit the like button. Salty Drunk says, Giannis will be the MVP. Yeah. And I think it's Joe. I think it's Joel. I, truly, I think it's Joel Embiid. I think he, w- I think he will find he, he, he will, at the end, win it. Bigfoot Duck, Mike, when he took his foot off the gas, he shoved it down on your throat. He did. Yeah. They, he was covering him, watching him as a fan. I, there's nobody I've ever seen. Like, Kobe was really close. But Mike just had that little extra. He, he told you what he was going to do, and you still couldn't stop it. Yeah. Well, you know. Jeremy Severe, Shaq would scare the hell out of me. Massive human being. Landon Porter says, Alex Caruso. See, now you're talking my language. That's my guy. <laughs> Scary as hell at the airport with weed in his bag. Bigfoot Duck, nobody since then could uh, since then could or can do that. I totally agree. White Mamba. No, he's not feared. Okay. Reggie Miller and John Stockton are 10 times the tough guy John Morant is. I don't disagree with that. Ruff's official, it's weird you guys say Luca is a problem, but never say Don was a problem. What the fuck? What does what that have to do have with the to elder? What does that have to do with Don, dude? Like, what? Luca sat up on a dais and said that, you know, it was hurting him to talk about the fans booing him. Yeah, like. What does one have to do with the other? Brandon Butler, Kobe and Michael could scare, could care less if you like them. Too many current players are wanting to be marketed and liked. I, I agree. Big Jack 512. Funny to hear Jake put on his you kids get off my lawn hat. Wow. How did I do that though? I don't uh, I don't really understand how I did that. Okay. Uh Matt Hart, there is no one to fear like Kobe Michael, younger LeBron. The 80s and 90s were so much tougher and wanted to win more. I want Pistons, Bulls, Bulls, Knicks, Bulls, Pacers. I need it. Greg Romano, the most feared person in the NBA, is Raphael Stone. No one wants to play for the Houston Rockets, neither draft nor trade. No, that's true. Nobody wants to play in Houston. I agree. Ben Novak. Bird used to tell his defenders what he would do and then proceed to do it. That's what I'm saying. Cody G, the league is too friendly now to be scary uh, to be scared of anyone. Yeah. You're not wrong. Mike Harris is the GOAT. Okay. Michael Peck, even fans were scared of Mike because if the Bulls were coming to town, you knew your team was probably going to take an L. Kyle Malone? Yeah. For instance, and like? Yeah, dude. Disagree with that. Uh, By the way, coming up in six minutes, it is time for the game show Sweeping America. Monty's Big Bets, where Jake and I pick a game and tell you uh, if we were to bet on it. Because Which you know, we do. I mean, obviously we I mean, don't. It's strictly We're not for fun and recreation. Yes, yes, yes. We'll tell you how to do that. Um, and then there's the the jazz. So are we? Am I going to ask the question again? Again? I guess. I mean, I, what is there to talk about with the jazz? Can I just say? How about I ask that question? What really is there to talk about? The season needs to end, and we need to get on with it. Like, well, right. Look, I think we talk about TridayTrading.com and the fact that you should get a ten dollar membership. 
for a 30-day free trial at TridayTrading.com slash Monty, if you like. You can also just go to TridayTrading.com right in the middle of the page. There's a $10 uh, 30-day membership. It all goes straight to charity at TridayTrading.com. That $10, so it's a charitable donation tax write-off. It's your education because you're going to get educated. It's It's a program to teach you how to be the best day trader in the world tax write-off, $10 to change your life. If I said, give me $10 and I'll change your life and you can have the life you've always dreamed of, would you do it? For the Disney vacation, for the honeymoon in in Hawaii, for the beautiful home, for the awesome car. Okay, now you call me crazy right now. That chair is moving right there. (laughs) There's a chair outside. We haven't had the Monty Ghost up in the crib in a long time. Bro, are you tripping right now? No, that chair just it moved like a foot to the left. Like somebody was sitting in it. Like somebody was sitting in it and trying to see around the wall. That chair just, because remember, it was right in front of the door almost. This high chair. Go check it out. Go check it out, dude. That's the craziest thing I've ever seen. I am telling you again. That's crazy. That is crazy. Look at Jake. There's a chair right there. Look at that chair sitting outside the window right there. Tell me that chair didn't just move. <laughs> that chair moved a foot to the right. So that you can, I'm telling you guys, you think I'm crazy. I'm telling you that chair moved a foot to the, to the, to, to my left, the outside's right. I'm just, again, tell me I'm crazy. Could I be moved wrong. it back. I moved it back. <laughs> Bro. How this, do I always miss it? This is what I don't understand. Because you can't see the chair from where you are. Like, I'm looking right at it. I'm looking right at it. And that thing fully moved. Yeah, where's the Monty Ghost in the comments? Was that you, bro? I don't know, Monty Ghost. What are you doing here, man? That's crazy. Uh, C. Kaufman says, uh, Monty, which mushrooms are you getting on your pizza? Yeah, did you just Seriously. come out of a darkness retreat or, or what's the deal here? <laughs> Gary says Jake was like, nah, bro. I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. I'm fried. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm good, bro. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and go ahead. And... Oh, Geoff says the Monty ghost is finally back. That I'm telling you, as sure as my fat ass is sitting here, that chair moved a foot to my left. Fat. <clears throat> And if for those of you new to the show, when we were doing mornings here at the Maverick Center in Salt Lake City, yeah, that door the Mav unlocked makes some interesting noises at odd McKenna hours. McKenna Tech Dan, you ain't wrong. I see dead people, dude. I, I'm just saying. David Hume says the Monty goes. Hey Monty. Hey Monty. <laughs> Maybe we need to go to the break in daybreak, David, and talk about it. Uh, 1984 says Monty sees dead people. Um, what? Uh, I don't, I'm just, dude, mm. it's just a, I don't, I don't know. That weird stuff happens sometimes here, man. Michael Peck. We sound like old people talking about how good the NBA used to be, yeah. right? Cause it was better. Tell me that Reggie Miller and Michael Jordan, tell me that the Pistons and Bulls, the Pistons and Knicks, the Lakers <laughs> and Celtics, like the, 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 the Lakers and Sixers. And when you could actually commit a foul and not get ejected. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know 
when this all changed, and I feel like the Kobe and Shaq championships was a line in the sand. Hey, close. I feel like it was a line in the sand. We got so caught up on the three-point ball that we lose it. Yes. Yeah. You know. Yep. Jeremy Severe says, don't bring the bad juju. Kurt Myers says, ghost of Monty passed. Tanner says, in all seriousness, Mont, don't, I think you're in your head. I'm not in my head. Maury Alvarez, can I get a shout out to my kids, Ammon and Sarah, who just won their academic team tournament? No question. Yeah. Big shout out, Ammon. Sarah, eh, we all know Ammon did the work. Ammon's a favorite son. We all know that. Sarah, you just got to kind of deal with that. Yeah, that's stupid. You know. No, congratulations, you guys. Yeah. Amazing Ammon and Sarah. Maury, always good to see you, my friend. Uh, Court McMullen. It changed when LeBron went to Miami. Team loyalty meant nothing after that. Yep. Gary says Peja was better than most players in today's game. Peja Stoyakov, Jack. Yeah. Peja Stoyakovic. Yeah, he was in, he was a sensation for sure. Covered him in uh, Sacramento. Uh, player movement killed it. Players are not on your team for 10 years anymore, Brandon. Yeah, unless what, your name is what, Dame. But what's that got to do with toughness? Well, because I think it's... Steph, Clay, and Dre, by the way? Yeah, I mean, I think that... Devin it, Booker? Yeah. Yeah, I guess Book's working on 10 years, but... I, I think the toughness portion of that is that it's easy to to hop around teams. It's easy to... Well, because you can get paid. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Why wouldn't you? I think, it, I think you always play the risk-reward game with your legacy, man. Big Jack says, Bill Lambeer in Bill. academics. Bill Lambeer. And academics, I yeah. Listen, I'm just saying. I think it is what it is, and I'm just saying you should go to TridayTrading.com, get the ten dollar membership. I on the chair. Get the ten dollar membership. It's a tax write off. <laughs> it is. It's a tax write off. Your education's a tax write off. And and when you go to Triday Trading, I want you to understand it's a program to teach you how to be a prolific day trader. They show you their techniques. Program. They show you what they look at. They show you their. Their tech. I just think the way they go about it, the yeah. mentality, the the process, what you learn at Triday Trading, and we'll ask Alema Harrington tomorrow at four fifteen. Yeah, he's also going to talk some jazz tanking. I mean hoops. They're not tanking. Uh, TridayTrading.com. Check the ten dollar membership. Thirty days. Thirty day membership, and then when you do it, send me a picture of it so yeah. I can retweet it. Send me a picture of it. We'll hook you up with Monty Merch. How about that? Yeah. Go and register for the 10-day membership. We'll hook you up with Monty Merch. There you go. 10 bucks to trade. I don't understand why people hesitate. It's $10 to prove me wrong. Go and get it. I'm telling you. It'll be amazing. Uh, Gary says Mike Bibby was fun to watch. He was. Yeah, he was. He was. Uh, salty Drunk, is there a chance Luca leaves Dallas? I don't think so. I think the biggest th problem with Luca is... Who wants to play there? They've had trouble recruiting. And now you, I mean, you ran out Dinwiddie. Yeah. Right? You ran out Porzingis. Finney Brunson, Smith. Eh, eh, Finney Smith had a chance there. Brunson took more money because you, you lowballed him. And now you've got Kyrie, and it's been nothing short of a disaster. You're on the outside looking in. And unfortunately, I don't think that has much to do with Kyrie. I think Kyrie's I done a lot there. But that's why I asked you before, is it Kyrie or is it Luka? Because I'm telling you, I don't think it fucking matters who you put Luka with. I think he's a terrible teammate, and he's almost impossible to play with. Yeah. No, I, I think he's di very difficult to play with. Yeah, I think the tough thing with Kyrie in Dallas is that he wouldn't be in that situation had he not done what he did in, in uh, Brooklyn. 
right? Like you wouldn't be in Dallas if you yeah. handled Brooklyn better. And that's why I say on one hand, yeah, it is Kyrie. But on another hand, if we take that out and we just look at it for face value, no, I don't think it's all on Kyrie. I think Kyrie's played his ass off there. I think that Luka is difficult to play with. And I think multiple times Luka's missed point blank, wide open layups yeah. to win games. And there's no, that has nothing to do with Kyrie Irving. All right, hit the like button casuals because we have got to get you uh, to the new game show. Right. The new game show. Stay hard. Sweeping America. Yeah. I don't have a sound effect for it. Uh, Monty's Big Bets, where we make you money. What's up, big bro? So how this works is every day we're going to give you our sure bet of the night, and we're going to keep track. Jake, I'm going to let you go first. You're on Cleveland versus Atlanta. Yeah, very simple proposition here, right? You look at you look at Cleveland and Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta is minus two. Over unders two thirty eight and a half. I like the over under in this game because Atlanta doesn't play defense, right? Like you know, Atlanta is a team that loses a lot of games they should not lose. Correct. However, tonight is a situation where Cleveland is at Atlanta, and I'm sitting here saying this is this is a game for the Cleveland Cavaliers that they need to win, especially when you look at, at the standings in the East and you, and you begin to understand uh, that Cleveland has a lot to play for, and I think that Donovan Mitchell is really motivated. I think Donovan Mitchell understands that his season is just beginning in the sense that the playoffs are just about here, and the better their position uh, is set into the playoffs, uh, the better chance he has, obviously. So I look at this this minus two to the Hawks, and I say, yeah, this is this is easy. To me, you got to take the Cavs to, to, yes. to cover this, and I think... Uh, I would be over the 238 and a half. I think, have to be, right? Yeah. Have to be. I, I, I think both of these teams can fill it up. I think neither of these teams play a lot of uh, a, a lot of good defense. Um, and I just think that a motivated Donovan Mitchell uh, is, is tough to stop. So, that I w- I, again, I would take Cleveland to cover this, and I, and I think it's over the 238 and a so half. So, Cleveland plus two. Yeah. Over 238 and a half. Yeah. Okay. I don't I don't hate that. I don't hate that. In fact, I think I actually agree with that. Um I am going to go Boston and Washington cuz this is a ridiculous line. <laughs> Washington is plus 11 and a half. Right. And I think this is absolutely stupid. Uh I'm taking Washington to get un- under that and by the way, the number on this game was 234. It's going way over 234. Right. I think it's I think it's over 234. Yeah, 407 left in the first. Washington's up 2315. Oh, did that game start already? Yes, it's going on now. Ah, my bad. From yeah, now but on, you can still live bet though. Yeah, from not from from now on I won't do that. I didn't look at the clock on that, but I, I don't see how on earth Boston's beating Washington by 11 and a half. Yeah, I yeah. By 11 and a half. That's redonkulous. Some of the other numbers I thought were interesting. I almost went Hornets and OKC. OKC minus 9, 227. The problem is that SGA's not playing tonight. Yeah. And Charlotte's that team that'll kick in the balls if you give them a chance. Mm-hmm. And so I stayed away from that. I yeah. would probably lean Hornets minus, you know, being a plus nine. Without Shea Gilgis-Alexander, mm. that was one of the games I looked at. 
And I was looking at the UVU game, and I just don't know. I don't know how. And again, this is this is just me. I don't know how on earth you're betting college basketball. Yeah, it's incredibly difficult. UVU's plus four and a half, one fifty-one. I want to take UVU to win that game. You got to think they cover that, right? Yeah. I mean, you got you got to cover that. I think they'll cover that. Yeah. They, they're not. They, I think that's going to be a basket game. Yeah, that's a close game. All, all right, day. you guys owe us money. Uh, Salty drunk says, "Stop, stop what? Stop what? Stop what? Uh, way to go, Dan. What happened, Dan? Uh, Is what, Dan doing some donating? Yeah, what did I miss? Did Dan donate again? Uh, oh, Dan he did. did. He donated five. Let's go, Dan. Okay, let me pull it out here. Hang Appreciate on one that. second. Here we go. Appreciate that. Uh, let's see. Salty Drunk says stop because they never win without SGA. Well, that, that wasn't the conversation. The conversation is would they cover nine without SGA? And I think they will. You think they will? I just was hesitant. That was going to be my easy win tonight. Like it, it, yeah, and but, I, By the yeah. way, the line just updated to minus 10. Yeah. I kid you not, no, the live line is like, minus 10. No and it went up to 227. How on earth? Yeah, I'm showing. I'm still showing a lot of minus 9, 227. I'm so telling you, you right here, the live Caesars line. Live Caesars minus 10. Is minus 10. Damn. Minus 10. I think there's there's some opportunity Ooh. in this Grizzlies Magic game, by the way, too. I know. I think. Ah, I that think, was the other one I looked at. I think the Magic. I think. The magic, I feel like could, could get in under that. I think I think they could. You do, yeah. I think they could get in under that. I you think. do, yeah. I do, I do. But so the number is minus. Memphis is minus six. Yeah. So Memphis is a six point favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I that think, number on that game is two twenty nine. Yeah, that's a big, big number. Yeah. Um, that's going to be interesting to me. I I don't know. Like I'm just looking at some of the other digis on that game. I don't know. Uh, ooh, I don't know how I want to handle that. Uh, I that's why I stayed away from that game. I mean, it's not an easy game. I'm not like it's not an easy one. But I think that. Let me see. I'm just trying to see what is their average. Yeah. The Magic's average points per game. <laughs> not enough. Well, but this is what we talk about. Right? It is what we talk about. When you look at the Magic and the Grizzlies, here's the problem. The Orlando Magic average 100 and, excuse me, the Orlando Magic average 111 points a game and they give up 114, right? But you look at Memphis and Memphis, who is currently, by the way, I think this is a really fascinating conversation. Memphis is still second in the West. Wild. And they drop 116 a game and they only give up 112. So my my point is, if I look at that game and I look at that line, minus six to Memphis, 229. Damn. It's 115 points a team. I think you're under that, but, man, I want to take Memphis to but win Orlando, that game. But Orlando has everybody yeah, going. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I, I, th- that's why I said there were some very difficult lines. There were from very difficult lines. Very, very difficult. Yeah. So I don't. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You, 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 and I look at that very differently. So, uh, Kurt Meyer says I got five on the chair. 
Okay, what does that mean? Oh, the electric chair? Okay. Uh, Rock attack! GD 112th Street. I'm not sure the Pac-12 have been the Pac-12 for 10 years. Nice try, though. We will count the national championships they win since joining the Pac-8, weirdo. Okay. This feels very I serious no, now. Like, okay, dude. This feels very serious now. G also says the Pac-12 got three schools have more national championships than little 12 conference combined. We'll see, but here's the problem. Here's the problem. Nobody cares. Yeah. Because you call yourself the conference of champions, and this has been my struggle as a Pac-12 fan. The Pac-12 hasn't been relevant in football in five, seven, eight years until this past season. And why was that? Because Lincoln Riley came in, brought in a bunch of dudes, and started winning games. <laughs> <clears throat> but before that, Kyle Whittingham couldn't even get a, a hello from the national coaching national coach of the year vote. Yeah, like it, the the Pac-12. It's the argument isn't is the Pac-12 a quality conference? It is. That's not the argument. The argument is: Are you a relevant conference? Yeah, you're not. You haven't won anything in basketball in who knows how long, and UCLA and Arizona. Continue to be UCLA and Arizona. That's cool. Yeah. But they're not winning anything. Right? And then in football, you, you have you have Utah, and they beat USC twice last year, so you feed on yourself. Yep. And now you can't get a TV deal. It's <laughs> not a matter of are you a quality conference because they actually had a great year on the field. The question is, are they relevant? And the answer is, no, they're not. As much as you'd like them to be, they won't. Yeah. Uh, Hugh, uh, Jazz Gamer 247, thought on two Thursday night football games. I don't know. That's been bandied about quite a bit. Yeah. Um, you know, like it is. If you're going to put two teams, and, and what he's talking about here is the NFL announced today that each team will play two Thursday night games. How is that going to work if you are, like, this is the flexing question. Right. Right, because NFL owners don't want to flex on Thursdays. So my question is, okay, so if we're going to put every team on Thursday Night Football twice a year, what is the, how does the flexing con- – oh, so you're not going to flex games because then not every team will get on Thursday Night Football twice a year. But what you're telling me is Thursday Night Football is going to be a bunch of shitty football games. Basically. Because I don't want I – don't, I don't want – Two of the worst. I don't like the Bears and whoever else sucks. The Bears and the Texans. The Bears and the Falcons. The Bears and the Texans. Like, I don't necessarily want that. Are you going to give me Rams and Patriots? Okay, I'm watching that. Are you going to give me Chiefs and Eagles? I'm watching that. Mm-hmm. Are you going to give me Chiefs and Giants? I'm watching that. You're going to give me Dallas and your mom? I'm probably not watching that. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Yeah. Again, here's here's a question for you. What if it's Bills and Bengals on Thursday night? I'm watching that. Joseph Lee Burrow. It's never that way. Yeah. We get the crappy game of the week. We get the Cleveland Browns. We get, give me relevant playoff implicated games the last six weeks of the season. But you won't do that. So that's why they don't want to flex because they want to put all their crappy games on Thursday night. I mean, look at look at some of these, like, week one for Thursday night football in 2022. Bills, Rams. Week two, Chiefs, Chargers. Week three, Browns, Steelers. Dog game. Week four, Bengals, Dolphins. Dog game. Like, 
You have some of these matchups like Week Five: Colts, Broncos, Dog, Commanders, Bears, Dog, Cardinals, Saints, Dog, Ravens, Bucks. Good game. Good game. Eagles, Texans, Man. Dog, Panthers, Falcons, garbage. Dog. Titans, Packers, Dog. Like, <laughs> Titans were out. I mean, it's just. But then Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, we're all saved, right? Because Thanksgiving had had Bills, Lions, Cowboys, Giants, Vikings, Patriots. So mm, thank God level. we're all saved. Like, you know, it just, yeah. On some level. Please hit the like button right now. Really helps the channel grow. Okay, you coward. Are we, are we going to, is it time for you to record a video to your? Yeah, I get, I mean, yeah, well, sure. Let's go. I mean, what do, okay. Okay. So while Jake contemplates his death of this relationship, <laughs> We remind you that all of our NBA talk on the Monty program is presented by Quick Quack Car Wash, the best car wash in the business. Quick Quack Car Wash. They always are. They always will be. You and I both know it. Every time you go to Quick Quack Car Wash, done. In and out of there in five, seven minutes. The car looks great. And the best part is you get this great service. Uh huh. Somebody dressed well, polite, smiling, really offering you what you need. Like I have a membership. So they're like, hey, Monty. Every, any, everything good? What else can we do for you? Hey, can I get a muddy duck? Yeah, absolutely. Pulls out the hey marker, writes on the window. Okay, right over there. Thank you. All right, thank you. In and out, gone. Car comes out looking amazing. Multiple vacuum attachments. So you get two vacuum hoses at every stall, one for the rugs, and then you get the accessory uh, end of the vacuum so you can do your cup holders. Like You get damp towels to dry your car off. It's quick quack car wash, man. Every time you go in and out of quick quack car wash, it looks phenomenal. Uh-huh. Phenomenal. Uh, Greg Hawkins, I'm going to give you one more comment. Uh, in my opinion, Pac-12 and Big 12 are not in the power position here. Talking trash looks pathetic when the SEC and the Big 10 are taking most of the money. Yeah, dude. I, I agree with that 100%. I mean, you can't have, hey, we're the conference of champions and then have the SEC and the Big 10 just raking in cash. Okay, shut up. It's time to play. Okay, so what's this app? That, so Jake is, is seeing this fine redheaded filly. Right. Uh, lovely girl. Right. Right. You yeah. say she was kind of nervous on the first date. Yeah, but it's first date. Yeah, you know, it's fine. And since then, you guys have been chit-chat. Her national security <laughs> video app. Yes. <laughs> yes, right? it's not, it's not, a, it's called Marco Polo. A lot so, of people use it. And so you guys are sending nudes. No, we're not sending nudes. No. What's your policy on sending nudes? You don't send nudes. That's not. When's the last you time you don't need to do When's it. the last time you sent a nude? Can't remember. You're a liar. High school. Stop. You're a liar. High school. Guy, get out of here. What? Yeah, whatever. Anyway. What? <laughs> I don't believe that for a second. You don't believe anything I said. No, cuz I know you too well. I know you can't help but okay. but spread the love for Come the on, for dude. the for the 2-inch monster. I don't send dick pics dude. oh please i do not do that you're, you're gonna look me straight in the face i don't on dude. your mother's life yes on my mother's life i don't do that okay there's just no need since high school there's no need yeah like there's just no need to do that <laughs> dude i need a dick yeah come on you said Piscock. you know that you sent farb's thumb you and i no, both anyway i didn't okay. Piscock. okay so in the comments what 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 i need some inspiration you're so full of crap okay so this marco polo crowd involved this Marco Polo app, essentially what it does is you send her a video, she sends you one. Yeah, it's like basically... But it's she like asked you to, to get on the nude she sharing app. Yes, she right? initiated it. Okay, yes. 
So she sent you a video, and I'm then so bricked up right now. And then you sent her one back. Yeah. And then she sent one and you sent one. Yeah. So now she so sent you one back. And it's just video messaging. Okay. Yeah. So what did she say in her last video? She was talking about how, you know, at work she was, you know, that she's in HR. And so she works at a facility where, you know, kids get well or whatever. I don't exactly know exact specifics, but she works at a facility where they help kids. And so now that she's in HR, she made a joke about how now she helps adults and kids. Stay hard. Okay. So now you need to send her a message. Uh -huh. Are you going to compliment her again? Well, I had already sent her before the show. I'd already sent her one. How did uh, she reply uh, to it? I don't know. I haven't, I haven't watched it and I'm not going to. So do... she replied. Yeah. Oh, you got to fucking watch it. <laughs> Come on. You dude. No, you have to watch it. I will turn your microphone down. Watch the video. Okay. Let me see it. Okay. Okay. Okay, I mean she's a, she's an attractive gal, dude. Like she is, she's got good personality. Like, you know, she's she's got the head turn happening. Like, this is a good video. There you go. This is a good video. So now, yeah. now, yeah. are right. you impressed with that? I am. Okay, so now what are you gonna do? I think you send her a video on the show so she knows that everybody on the show is watching. <laughs> So let me, but I'm, I'm going to do this, but I, but I have a question. Here come the excuses. No, 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 I have a question. So if I do this or when I do this, if she reacts poorly, do I get to blame you and everybody else on this channel that you ruined a potential opportunity? What, what happens if this goes sideways? As the Mountain West Commissioner Gloria Navarez says, you have to have contingency plans. <laughs> There's other fish in the sea. Yeah, what's the contingency plan if San Diego State goes to the Pac-12? You know what I mean? You find a new, you find a new fishing hole, Moe. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know what I'm saying, man? Like, come on, man. Because it's all part of the plan. There is no contingency plan. Just hit record. What, what are they saying? What are they saying? Now? Um, David Hume says you can blame us, Jake. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, Mike M says, can we use a poll? Hell no. Because you guys will say, yeah, don't do it. We're we doing do a poll? this. Come on, do it. Jeremy Callahan, attractive gal, good personality. Did Jake get a video from the Mountain West Commissioner? <laughs> <laughs> she is. Gloria Navarez is a, is, a, is a good personality, attractive gal. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, Greg Hawkins says, I think it would be better if Jake blamed us. I agree. Yeah. Let's you know what go. I mean? Let's go. Start recording. Okay. All right, so we're live doing the show right now. Yep. This Let's is go. this is this is Pops over here. Everybody everybody's on the chat. I can even zoom in. Let's go. Zoom in. I'm zooming in. So everybody's on the chat. The comments. Telling right? uh, telling telling Jake to make a video so right. that you know that you've been discussed on the show in horrendous, you know, sexually that's, that's gratifying ways. You, you, don't need, you don't need to believe I mean, that. That's, that's no. not true. We didn't do that. That's not true. That's actually. not. That's not true. We've at actually all. been way too polite. If, yeah. if we're being honest. Yeah. If we're being I, honest, I've told everybody that you've got me into this Marco Polo app, which and I've wait, never. Wait, wait, wait. Mike used. M. Mike M. Wants to know: Can we live stream their next date? I. You, you're gonna have to answer that because I, I. I'm not. I, I don't think we should probably be live streaming our dates. <laughs> Kurt Meyer but, says, don't screw it up, Jake. Yeah, everyone's telling me to do a video. Because you're the one who said you're the one who said she was an attractive girl. She you said she was a, very pretty. She is a very pretty girl. She is. She is. 
And Jeremy Callahan says Marco, yeah. to which Tanner Plummer says Polo. See, now everyone's, see, now you know, everyone's on to our game here. Everybody's in it. And now yeah. they're all asking for the get hard drop. Stay hard. Okay, who am I, who am I to deny you? It's not get hard. It's, it's stay, stay hard. hard. Get it right. Stay hard. It, that and play the bricked up drop. Like, who are we to deny our yeah. public the drops yeah. while Jake is making a jackass of himself yeah. on the dating app that's not really a dating app. It's a sexting. Need a dick. You know, get nudes <laughs> and stuff. That's thank you, Marco. Okay, there you go. I sent it. <laughs> I sent it. <laughs> so I may have just, I may have just blown up an opportunity. I may have just blown up an opportunity. I don't. Does know. it tell you when she reads it? It does, but it doesn't. She's not. She's not here right now. <laughs> she was active twenty four minutes ago. So she's been uh, waiting on you, dude. Yeah. She's like, oh, he doesn't. Well, like you me. know, okay, but the way the app works, you like don't me. wait on people. Like, you send your God video. I sent my video, and, and he hasn't like, replied so, yet. So the app will notify you. Like, he's when not she, replied, bro. When she replied to me, he's replying to other women. <sighs> he doesn't like me. We have got yeah, exactly 801 West Valley says left on red. It wasn't left on red. That's not the point of the app. It's not yes, the point. No, it's so not. So what's the point of the app? The point of the app is to make it so you don't have to text. No, so the point of the app is the, Stay hard. the point of the app is to send nude videos to no, each other. No, it's not. Get out of here. No, it's not. David Hume says Dave's if, in opposition. She, if she has a sense of humor, she'll like that. Yeah. Well, this is a huge test. Yeah, and this is why you wanted to do it. Why? You because you want to you want to test her. I want. Yes, I think it's. A want, good, yeah. I think it's a great opportunity to see what her her level of. Because she will enjoy it in my opinion. Because we have no idea who this girl is. Yeah, it, but in my opinion, after one date, I think she will find this funny, and I think she will she will play along. Jet Wayman says, "Hey everyone, what the hell did I just walk into? <laughs> <laughs> There's some wild <laughs> shit going on." Right <laughs> exactly. The tile king of Utah. Jake. Yeah, we're uh, laying some tile here. Yeah, but no, 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 no. You're not going to drag what me man? into your, your juvenile you games man. about laying pipe. Hey, you're not. You're gonna... the one who always talks about it. it don't, don't blame me, bro. Don't blame me. Yeah, it's because I'm married to a sex machine. Right. Lady is gorgeous. I'm so bricked up right now. Every day. Mike M says uh, she's at a BYU lacrosse match. Don't. She no. is a recovering yeah. religious... Exeter. Yeah. Yeah. How much have you guys God's name, talked about that? Image and likeness. Well, you like know. I said yesterday, I mean, we talked about it a good bit on, on the first date. Uh, you did send it to the right person, right? Oh, yeah. I've only, I only have one person on this app. I don't, this is not something yeah, Jay, I use regularly. You got, Jake's got no game. He ain't got multiple. You're such multiple a hater, hosts. dude. What? I'm just, I, I want people to understand the you situation. You are a hater, bro. And the complexities You're a hater. Shit. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. Uh, Gary says we should have Mrs. Monty orchestrate the response. Well, Mrs. Monty's supposed to be here soon. Has she read it yet? No, she's not. God. She's <laughs> picking you up from here? Yes. Bro, you are a total cop out. Okay, so we're getting your breaks done tonight. Yeah, well, yeah. no, excuse me. I'm getting your breaks done tonight. Casual. You. Yeah, you are. What? This guy, this guy's like, hey, do you think, do you think, uh, you know, do you know anyone who could do my breaks? I mean, I just want to make sure they get done right. No, that's not what I said. I, uh, listen, I had a rough buying experience on the, on, on, on the old hangster. It was all good. Until 
we've noticed some things. Yeah, when we were driving downhill and the car wouldn't fucking stop and we almost died. <laughs> Other than that, it's fine. You know, yeah. We went to a certain dealership named after a dead guy and bought a Jeep Grand Cherokee Jesus. and the brakes like sh shook the Right. Like, yeah. So we had to get that Please. done. Whatever. We had an oil leak because they stripped the oil filter. Yeah, which they then replaced. DW2CB says Jake is a one-woman on-app man. Okay. Uh, Tom says, do you have a you're fired drop from Vince or Trump? We need to get the Vince McMahon one. You're fired. Right. Yeah. That one. You know. It's so front the car thing. Anyway, so the point is, the point is that our guy Preston Palumbo yeah. is a stud and yeah. he is a certified mechanic. So he is going to drop new rotors and pads on my Hankster tonight. And then I'll break them in, of course, because yeah. you have to break them That's in. what your job is. Right. You know, right. It, it's just frustrating to me that I bought this car. And I, I love the Jeep Grand Cherokee. I love it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But like the air conditioning compressor is really loud for whatever reason. The rear defoster, this car's got 36,000 miles on it and the rear defoster doesn't work. Or defogger, whatever you call it. Yeah. You know, anyway. But she, I think it runs great. I think she it, read it. Yeah. She's not. It does run great. Yeah. It's awesome. It's a V8 Hemi. Like, I love and it. And I think, you know, there's been a few days like last week and, I, and what, was it Monday or was that yesterday where we mm -hmm. had all that snow early? There, I mean, there are the all wheel drive on it is crazy. I mean, it, it, it's it, I agree. You, you said, hey, this thing corrects really quickly. I would agree with that. Yeah, it's awesome. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Uh, G off says Jeeps are notorious for dumb mechanical problems. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, it's annoying. It is annoying. It it is it is very annoying. But uh, yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Anyway, uh, a couple other things where we have to go. Mrs. Monty says we're working too much. Is she really saying that? She was pissed last night. Really? She was pissed last night. It turns out. Okay. Are you being serious? Yes. What, what does um, that look like, though? Like what? what she so what said she to say? me this morning, honey, honey. honey she honey. said to me, "Can I? Can I talk to you about something without you getting all upset?" Which no, you're rolling. Shut your mouth. Immediately, I was like, <laughs> "Wow, what kind of <laughs> like?" You what? know, instantly as a dude, when you get asked that, it's not going to go good. Well, for you. right away, my first thought was, "Man, what kind of asshole am I being that she thinks I'm going to get upset if she wants to talk to me about something?" Mm -hmm. So. Uh, but she's like, hey, what are you guys doing after the show that you're getting home at like almost eight o'clock? <clears throat> and I was like, well, last night we had to cut some tape and we were talking about some things. And and she's like, well, you know, I need to we we generally start going to bed around nine. So you're getting home at eight. You're leaving at seven thirty in the morning. And so. Well, I mean, there I, was I, that I, conversation was had. I don't disagree that she's not wrong. Yeah, she's definitely not wrong. And I don't disagree that we work a lot and, and I'm not like, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a, it's a tough balance to find. I mean, you know, yeah, I, I would love for there to be some days where we don't do anything until noon. That would be amazing. That would yeah. be awesome. You not know right that, I mean? You know what I mean? Or not like, right now. not right now. So I don't, I don't know, man. Like Gary says, so two hour shows, nah, bro. Oh no, the show is going to be three hours every day. Yeah. Uh, Gary says that RS7 is still available, dude. I'm waiting for the wagon now. Oh, the RS4 wagon coming to the U.S. Oh yeah, I'm all about Done. it. All about it. M Mrs. Monty is going to be single because she will divorce my ass if I do that. <laughs> <laughs> she will divorce me. Yeah. 
Truck Stop Gumby says, honey, honey. Honey. I'm married to an amazing woman. I don't want anybody to think differently. I do think there's an opportunity, because she's not wrong. There's an opportunity to find some balance. I don't know that we can do much more to get home before 8 o'clock, because we do cut tape. We do, like, there, there are things that we do after the show. Yeah. I think, though, the opportunity is, like, Maybe not leaving the house at 7.30. Maybe leaving at... Yeah, I don't disagree with that. I mean, I don't know what her schedule's like in the morning, like, you know. Well, she goes to work at like 8 o'clock. Yeah. I so mean, if she, she goes to work at 8, then maybe that's, you know, yeah. I, don't, I don't know, but yeah. Yeah. I don't disagree with that. All right. Can we talk about Gwyneth Paltrow before we get out of here? Dude, this guys, is kind of ridiculous. Have bro. you guys been following this Gwyneth Paltrow thing? By the way, has she read it yet? No. She don't love you. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, her of shove stones in your vagina... Um, true story can't make it up true story I'm gonna lube that thing up first Um, (laughs) I'm gonna go out to the garden I'm gonna get some quartzite get Um, some quartz you know what's a limestone so I believe right Gwyneth Paltrow she of stupid healthcare things that you really in my opinion should not be doing right Um, I think that's HIPAA she apparently was skiing at Deer Valley. Yeah. Yes, she did. Gwyneth Paltrow's healthcare company, Goop, touted the benefits of putting rocks in your vajayjay. Excuse me, it's a jade egg? Uh, I'm sorry. Of putting jade eggs in your um, yahoo. Um, um. You insert the rock into your <laughs> for anywhere from a few minutes to overnight, ideally every day. Dude, what are we doing? So anyway, so she's being sued. Right. So she's not being sued for the the uh, the man cave rock. That's out of the window. She's being sued because apparently she's a really shitty skier. <laughs> um, she's no Lindsey Vaughn, but she'll do. So she apparently was at Deer Valley, and she either hit him or he hit her. Right. Because both of them have gotten on the witness stand and been like, "Okay, uh, hey, Mrs. Paltrow, can you guys, tell guys, us? Guys, guys, can you tell us what happened, guys?" She's like, well, I was I was skiing, and I felt hot breath. <laughs> Go look at the video. She's like, I felt hot breath on my neck and heard grunting. I looked down, and there were a pair of skis between my thighs. So she claims he rolled up behind her and tried to fame molest her. And then this dude, who's an ophthalmologist, I believe, right. a doctor of some kind, right. said this. Hear this scream. Yes. What happens next? You know, I got hit in my back so hard, and it, I, I'm right at my shoulder blades, and it felt like, and was perfectly centered, and the, the fists and the poles were right there at the bottom of my shoulder blades. Serious, serious smack. Never been hit that hard, and I'm flying. I'm absolutely flying. It, it came up, and it probably was Craig who said, I heard him say it was Glenn Paljo. And to me, it's like, I'm not into celebrity worship, so um, I didn't care at that point. Did you think it was cool to collide with a celebrity? Absolutely not. That is not who I am, no. Sure. So he says he ain't guilty. And then good old Rocks in your J says... Um, Have you enjoyed yourself? I've learned a lot. Who hit who? Mr. Sanderson hit me. Wait, do you believe her? No. 
Do you believe her? No. Right? That's my point. Um, have you enjoyed yourself? Like, I just don't believe her. I've learned a lot. Like, right who here. Who hit who? Mr. Sanderson hit me. I just don't believe you. Yeah. Right? The and then the long pause. That, uh, Mr. Sanderson doesn't take criticism well. Do you take criticism well? Like, what, the fuck are, what kind of question is that? In my profession, after all and these years. And this is her years, lawyer. Yeah. Of being in the public eye, I think I'm a, I'm, I shove rocks in people's jays, well. and they don't like it, so they criticize me. Right? Like you the whole thing me. is just so pretentious. <coughs> like, you're you're Gwyneth Paltrow. We get it. You're at Deer Valley. You think you're like the king of the world. Yeah. She's staying at like some super elite five star. Hey, look at me and my JJ Rock resort. Like she's just detestable. She is what is. She's what I dislike about Hollywood and women yeah. and taking women taking advantage of women. I think there are a few lower bars right. than women taking advantage of women. I, I just think, and some of this is, and I'm being honest with you, I don't like her because I don't like her, so I think she's probably guilty because I don't like her, but this dude ran her ass over. Who are we kidding? He hit her. He, he hit her. I don't think there's any doubt. Like She has, and if she, listen, again, she got people, and I don't mean to keep saying the same thing. She got people to buy rocks and shove them up their hoo-hoos. Sorry if you're offended by that. Right? Yeah, she did. So she's capable of selling some stuff. But if she made up this story, like she talks about how he skied up behind her and she could hear grunting and feel his breath. And I just don't believe this dude. Because that's not how skiing works. No. It's not how it works. And, and, and what really stood out to me is like, both of these people, to me, are lying. Like, we're not getting the truth out of either of them. Somebody and, is just bold-faced lying, though. Yeah, and I, and I think, you know, the other thing is, like, with, with, with the situation, I can't believe none of this is on tape. None of it. Like, I, this is precisely why you wear GoPros, right? Like, and I'm not saying yep. we roll out on the hill with GoPros for insurance policies because we don't. We're trying to get cool footage. But that's the, the side benefit of a GoPro. I, I just can't believe it. And if you don't know, your responsibility as a skier, a snowboarder, is to the people in front of you. So if you if you steamroll somebody from behind, you're guilty and you're responsible for their injuries. Yeah, you are. This dude, come on. This dude is... Stop. Yeah. Did she look at your video yet? No. God. Does she not know we have a show? The point is, I, I, yeah, this, this sucks all the way around. Yeah. But the, I, I, I far more believe Gwyneth Paltrow, which is hard for me to say. Why? I, because she's the vajayjay lady. Like, but you're saying that she got people to buy rocks for their vajayjays. Yeah, but she's a, I don't trust her. I believe that she's dishonest. But you're saying opinion. you believe her. Here, I believe her, even though she totally had on actor face. Yeah, she did completely. I don't know. Let me. Pl I'll play the video un uninterrupted. Here's what Paltrow said. Um, have you enjoyed yourself? I've learned a lot. Who hit who? Mr. Sanderson hit me. The comment was that uh, Mr. Sanderson doesn't take criticism well. Do you take criticism well? <laughs> 
in my profession, after all these years of being in the public eye, I think I take it relatively well. You keep sending me notes. <laughs> I didn't cause these damages. That's right? absolutely correct. Do you feel some empathy for Mr. Sanderson and his declining brain? You know, I really do. I feel very sorry for him. It seems like he's had a very difficult life, but I did not cause the accident, so I cannot be at fault for anything that subsequently happened to him. Yeah. We get uh, it. Do you believe her? No. You don't, so you no. side with the doctor um, or the optometrist. Yeah, I think... I do, but at the same time, I don't believe that she just steamrolled him. I and, and this is really my point. Wow. I think that this was like a little accident. I think that, hey, you know, accidents on the mountain happen. Hey, you ran over the skier's tips, or you guys kind of just kind of bumped each other and fell over. In his testimony, there are other videos. I would highly encourage you to go listen to it. He talks about how they wreck, and then he heard that it was Gwyneth Paltrow. And in his testimony in the video, he talks about how, oh, I was flying, but he's fine now. He's fine. Nothing, you don't have any ailments. You don't have any... Well, he says he has brain damage. Yeah, well. But... He looks fine know. to me right now, dude. DW2CB says, I believe Gwyneth, but I might be quote-unquote jaded. Right. Hoo-hoo. Greg Hawkins, I don't believe her. The doctor was apparently an expert skier. She's lying. But here's my point, though. So okay. if he's an expert skier, you're telling me that she was able to catch him? Because an expert skier wouldn't be, would never put themselves in a position in the middle of a hill to get hit. You would, if you're any kind of skier, any kind of snowboard, if you have any kind of experience, you know damn well not to just hang out in the middle of the run. Geoff says she's terrible. I want her to lose. If she loses, vaginas around the country will rejoice. <gasps> C. Coppin says, I don't believe any of them. Jeremy Callahan, seriously, throw them both off the mountain. That's what I'm saying, dude. You know, I think it's one of those things that uh, Jeremy Callahan's like brain damage part seems pretty plausible. I can't believe that we're in court on this. Yeah. And this is in 2016, by the way. I can't believe we're in court on this. And it's just now in court. Like, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't get it. Uh, by the way, and this is probably too serious to end the show on again, but... Did she answer your video? No, yet? she did not. She's not. It takes time. What do you mean it takes time? The essence of the app is you're able to talk to each other through video, mm -hmm. and you don't have to reply in five minutes. Like you can, you can come back when you when you have time. Okay. So she ain't got time for you then. Not right now. She doesn't know, and that's okay. I don't okay. want someone just sitting around obsessing. You know what I mean? She don't love you, man. Not yet. She ain't the one, man. Right. I'm kidding. Okay. Yeah. Will you update us on the show tomorrow? Oh, of course. Yeah, absolutely. All right. If you missed the Gloria Navarez interview, the commissioner of the uh, Mountain West, it'll be on the channel here in about 20 minutes. Uh, make sure you check that out tomorrow. Alema Harrington at 415 on yeah. the jazz and try day trading .com. Make sure you go get your $10 30-day free trial only after you drink some fucked up, baby. In the description below, please. We are so close to a milestone, you guys.
Go get it. If you haven't gotten it yet, we are so close to a milestone. Go get your free samples. It helps us a lot in the description below. Three free samples. Hook up the custom shaker cup from Bucked Up until manana. As everybody is asking, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.